Welcome to episode 42 of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. I'm TC Fontaine, uh, joined by Malik Riggs and my guy, Reek Havoc. Uh, you know, you can find us everywhere, uh, almost everywhere. Uh, most platforms, streaming podcasts, uh, Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio. Uh, links to Hi. all the platforms My are space. available. Yeah, MySpace, man, Black Planet. <laughs> Everywhere, man. Uh, Game. He said Black Planet. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Links to all the platforms are available oh, in our bios on our social medias at YK Wrestling or at ykwrestling.com. Uh, if you want to go there directly. Um, yeah, man. How's it going, y'all? Uh, we, we a little bit more upbeat this week, you know, a little bit better moods, you know, but still, yeah. let's not forget about the, uh, you know, the objective at hand, though. I feel like a lot of people are forgetting, you know, the yeah. the purpose. I, you know, it seems like it's, it's just you know business as usual with some folks now. Like we, you know, we was forgetting, you know, we we need a revolution, you know, like Kirk Franklin. Yeah. Come on, man. Stomp, man. Yeah, how y'all been this week, man? Man, I'm good, man. When you when you got some good wrestling on TV, it's, it's always good for me. I went for some reason this week. I went back. And as much as I like like to bash, uh, you know, the 2010s of the main roster, I just went back and tried to find good matches that I liked. So, you know what I'm saying? Trying to make something good out of, you know, uh, an era I wasn't too, you know, fond of. But, you know, they, they had pretty good matches. I just went back and watched. Like, I think one of my favorite rivalry was the, was the Wyatts versus the Shield. Those matches was crazy, man. Shield versus Evolution. Like, I, the, I, the style of Dean Ambrose, the style of Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns, like, to me, I feel like all their styles was better back then because it was, Dean Ambrose was mostly, he was just a brawler. Like, if you see him, he came in fist blazing, literally fist blazing. Rollins, you know, he was, he was the fly the fly dude, you know what I'm saying? And, you, well, Roman, Roman's still pretty much the same, but. It's, it's it's cool, you know what I'm saying? Roman just got the the, the bad shake, man. They 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 pulled the plug. Don't fix it. They 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 pulled the plug on Roman too late. But yeah, but I just went back and watched a lot of stuff. I watched Owens versus Shane, Uzos versus the New Day, the Hell in a Cell. Uh, what we'll say 2017? Was it? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I think it was 2017. Yeah, yeah. I just went back, you know, just to you know relive. I watched uh Evolution, you know that women's pay per view. I watched Evolution last night on uh, FS1. Oh really? It was on FS1. Yeah, yeah amazing yeah. show, man. They they stole I, the show. I was hoping they announced the evolution too, cause cause I, I I noticed a pattern this past week. I was like, they they air evolution on FS1 before backstage. They having this uh this live watch party. It was like Paige and Renee Young and Amber Moon and you know all the all the you know whole bunch of different women. I think the Bellas are in there, and uh, also the fact that from uh from last friday smackdown uh to 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 monday night raw you know in, including takeover were three straight women's main events so i'm thinking like oh they they about to go all in they about to announce yep. something and they didn't announce nothing i was disappointed because I, I was like man i, think, I was ready for I the think evolution these, too. I, I think these guys are scared for they guys because these women are all they next man Women, women, this, women been ahead of men since like 2016. To be honest, yeah, with you. man, they be on their necks, yo. Like, it's getting real critical. Like, like, uh, it's getting women, real, real, tell, man. 
the women sell more than the men do. The, the they take harder bumps than the men do. They yeah. they go one hundred and fifty percent every time they go out there. And uh, I'm so proud of them. Speaking of uh, speaking of women wrestlers in WWE, we got new women's tag team champions. It won the <laughs> and the other one is Bailey. So, like, what? All right, yeah. let's, let's Bailey, real quick, man. Bailey's having. Bailey. Hey, hey, we want so Bailey. Bailey's last year, low key, been better than Becky's. Oh, that's tough. That's oh. tough. Becky, Becky did something like crazy. Like Becky, was, Becky was women's champion, a uh, raw women's champion for over a full calendar year. Uh, Bailey practically has been as well. Like she was only wasn't champion for like a week. Uh, she wanted to do. Yeah, great for for everybody too, though, man. But that, like that happened with I Becky look, too. Like once she turned heel, she turned yeah, heel. and she, and she she officially turned heel, and I was there to see it, and it was it was dope. Uh, but shout out to Bailey, man. She she won the uh, the Money in the Bank. She won. Uh, Raw Women's, not the Raw Women's, but the SmackDown Women's Championship twice. Uh, beat Charlotte Flair both times, and um, you know, you know how big of a deal beating Charlotte is. And then, uh, you know, she she just won uh, the Women's Tag Team Championships for a second time, and she she's both uh, Women's Tag Team Champ and SmackDown Women's Champ. Uh, hashtag Baby. You said what? Right. She is, yeah. I'd say that's all she, she was the first ever Grand Slam winner. Yeah, that yeah. only thing she hasn't done yet is win the Rumble. Is win the Rumble. Like that's she's it. done everything else. Go to uh, UK win, win a title. <laughs> yeah, like I like Oscar is Oscar's done everything. Like Oscar won the Rumble yeah. and won yeah. the bank. Yeah, they they gave Oscar her just due. They gave Bailey her just due. Like that's the thing, bro. That's that's one thing that I've always said. Like it's not really. It's a lot of guys, but to me, yo, it, it writes itself. A lot of stuff writes itself. Bailey came out. She was the fan favorite. She was fan favorite for years with the whole, you know, hey, give me a hug. What happened? Boom. And, Hill turned, and they turned it a little bit up farther. So shout out to Bailey, man. You know, yeah. the four horse women is, is I love to see all of them succeed. So, you know, it is great. It's great. It's, uh, it's about to be Sasha 2020. Oh uh, yeah, you already know. You already know what, what's about to happen. You know, Sasha you know, gonna cost them titles. Is, you know, Sasha, Sasha, the one that, Sasha the one that won them titles after after Bailey almost cost them the match. So you know that that's something that they're about to play up to uh, eventually. Uh, but this Sunday, Sasha and Bailey will be uh, putting the titles on the line at Backlash, and uh, we're gonna talk about that uh, in a second. But first. Uh, this past Sunday marked the 29th edition of uh, NXT Takeover in your house live from Full Sail, uh, Full Sail University. So I think this was the first live WWE show in like three months, um, which was dope, man. So we got the we got the return of Charlie Flair on a Takeover. Uh, we got the pay per view debut of Karrion Cross on an Uber pool and uh, an abduction of a couple <laughs> uh, possibly future Hall of Famers, man. Uh, let's get into it, man. Let's get into these grades, man. We gonna we gonna talk about it. Uh, I'll, I'll, can, I, can, I, can I just say this real quick? Yeah. Once once again, once again, NXT has put that main roster, and they tell them, look, look, we up here, man. 
Y'all gotta set that bar. If you, you can't see what I was what my hand is, but it's at the top. <laughs> Backlash, they gotta come with they they stuff, man. You can't let these kids keep showing y'all up year after year. Even though they're not kids, they some of them vets, but y'all gotta do y'all thing this Sunday, man. I'm not taking it easy. In your in your house was amazing. Amazing. That's a fact. Hey man, Bro, we got we got, the, we got the return of Ico Pro, man. Yo, that show was that good. It made me forget the bad in your houses from the nineties. Like, <laughs> there was a lot of bad in your house. <laughs> this, this, let's get into them, man. This easily was the best in your house pay per view ever Facts. of all time. Facts. <laughs> not not that that bar was hard to clear, but it wasn't. <laughs> Didn't Kane uh, debut at a In Your House? Yes, he nah. did at In Your House. Bad Blood 97. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, that's right. Hell in a cell. It's gotta be Kane. Like, no shit. So, uh, who else? <laughs> I, think, I think Triple H made his pay-per-view debut at the first In Your House, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. I might be wrong on that. Yeah. I want to say, yeah. The man. The if, if it wasn't the first one, it was an in your house that he made his debut at. He didn't make his debut at like one of the big four or nothing. Can so, you believe D yeah. Generation X is running NXT? Yo, hold on real quick. Did, did, did y'all see the story about Shawn Michaels from earlier today? No, I'm not. So Shawn Michaels, like I always said Shawn Michaels is the GOAT, but this might have solidified. <laughs> I don't feel like pulling up the articles. So I'm just paraphrasing. Apparently. He got into it with another producer backstage during the uh, during the takeover uh, on some social justice shit. Because the other producer, which uh, come to think about it, the only person is probably will be his road dog. Let's be real. Uh, that producer basically said like everybody is already equal, and then Shawn Michaels had to explain yeah. like systemic racism and injustice and shit. I was like, damn, yeah. I see the yeah. tweet that was like, do you know how racist you got to be for Shawn Michaels to explain it to you? Damn, yeah, HBK. <laughs> they play HBK. Let's go. But Shawn Michaels the goat. I just want to say that. Uh, but let's they play HBK. Hey man, let's get these grades, man. And shout out to the goat, Shawn Michaels. Uh, so uh, the first match we had on this show, man, it was a six woman tag team match. Uh, we had Mia Yim, Shotzi Blackheart, and Tegan Knox uh, taking on Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. And uh, when they first announced it, I was just like, you know, I, I you know, I was on a, I was on the Smack, uh, damn Smack the Raw. I almost said Smacking the Raw. I was on Smack the Raw. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there's another podcast called Smacking and Roll, and, and yeah, and, yeah. That's and, a wild and, name, boy. You know what's even wilder? Sure. Do, do you want to know where they upload their video, where they podcast videos at? Bro, don't say Pornhub. On Pornhub, they. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, say what? No I love it. Uh, Yo, shout out to them guys, man. Shout, shout out to them, to guys. Them, man. Uh, I was on a Smack Raw podcast this past week. You, uh, you was on Pornhub. No, no, no. That Smacking the Raw is on Pornhub. Smack oh. Raw is not on Pornhub. Oh, wait, so we, got, we, got, we got Smacking it Raw and Smack Raw. Yeah, so let me, so let me so find like, out you on Pornhub, bro. <laughs> not yet. Like whenever I'm on Smacking it Raw, I will be. <laughs> I, I will be making my debut. Uh, 
But uh, on on the on the SmackDown podcast, I, I predicted that the that the babyface team was going to win. Um, we didn't have predictions for this on our show just because this match wasn't announced yet. Uh, yeah. But uh, I thought it was a good match, man. Um, as far as a grade, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a good little B. You know, it was it was a dope little opener. Uh, and you know, like I was saying, you know, the, the women put in you know 150 percent every time they go out there. And uh, and this was no different. Like Mia Yim is always putting in work. Uh, speaking of Mia Yim and and Keith Lee, uh, I'm I'm gonna gonna divert off topic real quick. Uh, y'all seen that movie main event or the main event on Netflix? No, I have not. It uh, has a wrestling movie. Yeah, with the no, little kid. No, I have not seen it yet. Yeah, it got the little kid. It got Pam from Martin in it. Um, for real, yeah, <laughs> got a, we really know how to find them though. They know how to find them, don't they? Uh, they had a Mia Yim, Keith Lee, Otis, um, and Baba Tunde from NXT was in there. He was the big, uh, the big villain in the movie. And it was pretty cool, man. Keith Lee got a singing gimmick. I didn't know Keith Lee could sing. Uh, shout out to Uncle Keith, shout out to Uncle Keith, man. Oh, man. But uh, yeah, so what, what, what grade y'all got for this, uh, this six woman tag team match? Oh, I'm with you. I'm, I'm giving it a B plus. Sorry, y'all. My dad called it. Uh, I'm giving it a B. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, it was just a great opener. Women always go 150, man. You know, no matter what they do. Uh, what's the girl with Dakota Kai? Raquel Kai. Yeah, they really kind of displayed her pretty well in this match. I, she she kind of stood out to me in this match. And she's getting better too. Like yeah. She first showed up a few months ago. She's been around with six, seven months now. Like she was kind of like she she's gotten a lot better, you could tell. And this match really was able to showcase that. Yeah. Yeah, she's getting her footage. She's getting her foot and everything. So you could tell she was green when she got in, but like now that she's working in with them, it's just helping. Yeah. What grade you got, Reed? Uh I'll probably say like a B minus, something like that. Like it wasn't Great. It wasn't supposed to knock the doors off. This is traditional sprint to get the crowd hype, you know, but everybody in the match is solid. I will say this. Shotzi, you got to chill. You got to chill trying to kill yourself every week like that. that, that did, oh, my God. Like, that, that spot she did, like, last week when she did the, the dive over the top and landed flat on her head. Yo, I was Ooh. terrified for that girl, man. Yeah. She got the – she's not even 30 yet. She got to chill out. But, you know <laughs> – all of them, yeah, all of those women, they got it together. You know, Mia Yim do her thing. So that I'll give that a B minus easy. For sure, for sure. Uh next up we had Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. Uh and I, I think it was kind of a given that Finn was gonna win this one, you know. Uh I think he has the best record at takeover. Um 13 wins, I wanna say they said it was. So <clears throat> 13 wins is 13 wins, man. And when there's only yeah. been 29 events, like, that's the thing. You got the dogs barking. You know, they always trying to be on the show every single week. Um, but we got them. Damn, they're going crazy. Um, it's like five of them. Uh, well, Finn Balor, wow. Damian Priest. I, I thought it was a really good, uh, hard hitting match. You know, Damian Priest is, you know, going to do what he does. Um, I've been saying he he the he the new Baron Corbin in NXT. You know he doesn't get many wins, but he showcased a lot in uh in major matches um on these takeover events. That's a fact. Man, listen that that bump he took on the on the steps, bro, bro, 
I'm glad I ain't the only one that's that said that because yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that bump was nasty. Um, he ain't gonna be able to. Yeah, I think I don't think the dog stopped barking over over on Malik's side. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah, I don't uh, care. take we got today. Right. <laughs> I wonder what they saying. They saying, man, fuck the police. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, but with Finn Balor, you know he he like I said, man, he the he the king of takeover, you know, not 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 Gargano. I think Finn Balor, you know, definitely has that uh, stake to that. Get dogs. Never get dogs, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm gonna get this. Heard heard oh, cool. He he still he still attached. Bet. Yep, um, so too. Shout out to that wireless man. Uh, yes, sir. I'm gonna get this one. A, I'm gonna get this one a B two. Uh, I, I thought it was cool, man. You know, Damian Priest uh, is is way better than I think somebody would look at him and think like, man, this dude probably not it. Pro- but he's he's good though. Like he's not bad. Uh, I, I haven't really seen any Ring of Honor stuff, but what grade you got? I'm giving it a B plus, man. I did not expect this match to be as good as it was. Like I said, those are the best type of matches to me when it's low expectations and they exceed the bar where it was like, oh man, I was asleep. I was asleep. Like when Damian Priest took that bump, it was a it was a disgusting bump, but I'm like, for the love of wrestling, that was great. We get to rewatch that over and over, man. And Finn just being fan, like at the end when he pointed to him, that was cold, bro. After he won, he just it's like uh you know what I'm saying? You fought, you you bit the bullet too, bro. So you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Finn Balor is just great. He is great. Um, I'm still mad he's never got his uh, universal title back again. But uh, but you know it is what it is. But he's doing great stuff in NXT. Uh, uh, watch the show, Vince. That's a new thing. Watch the show, man. I I, I hope you watch NXT. See these guys, producers, writers on main. On the main roster, watch NXT. See these guys' personality because that's where a lot of them get caught in the shuffle and they they buzz be up here and it goes down low because these these guys can't relate. And so, you know, they don't know who they are. So they try to rebrand and repackage them so much that we just don't care about them no more. So, um, yeah, this match is great, though. Man, I, I'm going to give it a B plus. I would give it an A, but the pants Priest had on was crazy. Man. <laughs> He, he, he dug in a he dug in Mandy Rose closet for them, man. Oh man, that was so bad. The thing was like, I, all right, so like at the it was like right at the end of the, of the tag match, you know, I, I was being a, a lazy bum all Sunday, so I ain't do nothing. Um, so it was like right at the end of the six woman tag match. I, was like, I mean, let me go take a shower real quick. It's like I got out of <laughs> the shower, fam. I go and see like this dude pants, like, bruh. <laughs> like, bro, you should not see the side of your yeah yeah. I'll see yeah, your yeah. full thigh action. Here, your glorious Maximus. We should not see the side of that. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all here wearing your girls wrestling uh, pants. Yeah. It was a good match. The tree stretches. On God and damn. Yeah, man. Where's some where's some full solid pants next time, man? Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like, Damian Priest oh, love him some leather though, don't he? Yeah, he Facts. whoa, that's a wild boy. That's a wild boy. <laughs> he the type. He the type. I could see him coming out on a motorcycle one day. But the helmet, hey, I, would, I, would, I would be surprised. 
I could too. They, they might they might give him a bite. But he was like that in Ring of Honor too. He kept he kept the leather pants on. He was the I'm about, I'm about to go watch some old punishment Martinez matches just to just just to see like because I never I never watched him before he showed up. So I'm definitely gonna check that out. And then uh next up for the North American title, uh this is my match of the night. I can't get my grade. Oh my bad. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, I almost gave him an A, I'm not gonna lie, but it was the pants, I feel huh? like I feel, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> it's not even that honestly like i feel like they, they got they got more to do i feel like there's like at least one more blow-off match that they could have maybe with a stipulation or something like that but um i just give them a b plus you know what i'm saying like because they they meshed together better than expected i thought it was going to be really good but it was like over even what i pictured so you know definitely a b plus easily and that that spot honestly i thought with the weight were like from where he was at, I thought he could land it a little bit softer. Nah, nah, that it wasn't was flat he back, yeah. flat back, yeah, all, all metal, <laughs> like, all sweat, whole... sweat on metal, slippery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that one, but, but he all right though. So that's, that was that's, good. That's all you know, he was sore as hell on, on Monday morning. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Icing, laying on ice all day for it real. Was, he, he went straight to the ice bath right after the match. I wouldn't blame him. For the North American title, we have uh, Keith Lee. This is my match of the night, man. Keith Lee defending his title against Johnny Gargano. Um, I, I love the, I love him like pouncing him through the, through the fiberglass or the, or the plexiglass. Man, right. Yeah. That, you know, that when, was, that, when that first happened, I was, I was already thinking like, when is somebody gonna go through this glass? And then out of nowhere, he just—I was like, "All right, that was pretty fast." <laughs> and then, yeah, like I said, man, this is my match of the night going in. Uh, it was my match of the night at, at the end of the night. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, just just a little bit over the over the women's title, but this one, uh, it was it was dope. I think it told a good story, um, especially with Keith Lee like showing some aggression uh, in the finish that I don't think he's really shown. Uh, you know, some personal aggression that he hasn't really shown since he's been uh, on the roster. And, uh, you know, he defended his championship successfully. Uh, as we've seen on NXT this week, this one is not over yet. Um, I'm going I'm to get this one an A, man. This, this, this is my A right here. Uh, Keith Lee and Johnny Gargano, you can't do no wrong. What you got, right? Oh. I'm gonna give it an A minus, man. It was it was just something that was missing for me. I can't tell you what. I don't know, but it was it was amazing. You, you know, I, I honestly thought they were gonna like turn it into like a little movie for a second when Johnny ran to the uh to the door. It was trying to open up the door, and I was like, because when he came out, it was just like he opened up a door and he just walked in, which which was pretty dope. But uh, yeah, man, this was great when he like you said when he threw him through the glass. I think that was probably my favorite part because Keith Lee just. Bulldozing grown men through uh, uh, into a crowd is amazing to me. So, yeah, man, you know Johnny's my guy. Johnny's my guy. Any match Johnny Gargano's in, I'm watching. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give it an a minus. A minus. Oh, I was struggling with this one, but I'm gonna say a because I think this match solidified Johnny's heel run. Because you know. When he first turned, it was like, how believable is it going to be? Because this is supposed to be the guy that's the flag bearer, the heart and soul of NXT. 
and we've seen him with an edge before, but how believable is he going to be as a full heel? This match kind of lets you know, okay, he's committed to this, that, that slow grinding pace and trying to like re-aggravate the eye injury and mess with his fingers and everything like that. It's like you saw the full heel come out of Johnny on this one. And it's like even like the, the, the spot when he went through the glass, everything. It was funny too. Like when I saw Johnny walk in, I'm like, where's Keith? And I'm like, oh shit, he about to go through that glass real quick. But um yeah, this this was a, a full a full turn for him. So I think like this is we're going to see a whole different gear coming out of Johnny for the next couple of months. So this was just a start. So, yeah, I get that A. Sure, man. And uh, next up for the uh, NXT championship, uh, last chance backlot brawl, uh, Velveteen Dream uh, challenges Adam Cole. Uh, and if he lost, he could not challenge uh, for the NXT championship uh, as long as Adam Cole is champion. Uh, and he lost. Um you know, we got a we got an Uber ride here. You know, Adam Cole tried to call an Uber to get out of there. Uh, couldn't do it. Uh, he had an Uber. <laughs> he did, man. Uh, uh, Dexter Loomis uh, showed up to even the odds uh, with the undisputed era and ended up kidnapping Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish and taking them away. Uh, apparently, he let them go because they were, you know, they showed up to work today uh, on NXT. <laughs> <laughs> But not not before tweeting out a selfie from Roger Strong's Twitter account last night. Uh, yeah, he's been crazy since TNA. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know he was in TNA, and I found out like he did like a similar oh, he, in TNA. Yeah, he, he played that same exact character in TNA. Like, but they didn't know what to do with him, Dexter. So. Yeah. Uh, shout out, shout out to Dexter. You know, at least the first like you know couple seasons. You know, last season was ass. Should be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> but uh, no, the first few seasons was fire. I am not gonna lie. Um, but we got a uh, Adam Cole defeated Velveteen Dream. You know, hit the Panama Sunrise into a pile of chairs, real ECW like. Uh, and Velveteen Dream can no longer challenge uh, for the championship. Uh, I just want to say real quick, this uh, in the NXT is zero and two. With cinematic matches, in my opinion, uh, not that not that this was bad, not that uh, Gargano and Champa was bad, but it just didn't live up to the other cinematic matches we've seen. Uh, but I will say this: I, I did enjoy this one more than Champa and Gargano because Adam yeah. Cole and Velveteen Dream both have more of a personality uh, to just make the match entertaining when you're not fighting. Uh, you know, you you got the guys just trash talking each other. Uh, which I think is what worked out for Undertaker and AJ Styles. Undertaker was able to trash talk AJ throughout the match, and it actually added to the experience versus just like seeing guys fight. You know, like DIY, they don't have the personality that Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream had. So, like, you know, in the downtime of the match, is just like kind of boring. You know what I'm saying? They're not talking shit to each other. Like y'all supposed to hate each other. Y'all just not talking shit. This this one they I thought they they did right by that. And plus, uh, and plus they had so much expectation for from the other matches. It was like also yeah. also. So uh, uh, what grade what grade would I give this one? Like like I said, it wasn't it wasn't fantastic. I probably give it like a B minus. Uh, it was a reason it was it was placed where it was on the card. 
because you couldn't have closed out with this match. You just couldn't no. have. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, B plus. They 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 did their job. I like when uh uh Roddy and um Bobby Fish came out and you know they got kidnapped and over and everything. That was pretty dope. So B plus, I'm with you with that. Oh, y'all might think I'm a little crazy. I'm pushing this up to an A minus for two things. Number one, that truck that Adam pulled up in. That All right, truck was nasty. And then Dream pulled up and in the Lambo. Yeah, he pulled up in the Lambo and had the Negan on. That was fire. Hold on, let, let, let me interrupt you real quick. They missed the perfect opportunity to have Dream pull up in a little red Corvette. I'm going to just say that. That's a fact. And he said it to a commentary, too. I'm like, yo, why not? You know what I'm saying? But the Negan was fire. I bumped with that in the truck. And that finish, the Panama sunrise onto the chairs, man. That was... I didn't see him doing that. You know what I'm saying? So those two things, I gave it a boost right away. I'm just like, all right, cool. Whatever y'all do from here, y'all do. Petey Williams pissed. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> no, at, at, least, at least this time it closed the match out, though. Like, it spoke Petey, to Petey Williams is like two Millie. Like, everybody know the Millie rock, but they, they have trouble remembering him. Yeah. Shout, shout out to two Millie. Everybody do his dance. <laughs> but nobody give him no credit. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Petey. Everybody do your move, but hey, we don't care about you. We shout out to Petey, legend. The thing is, like, I posted a. It, it was it was some time ago. It was like uh, Dustin Rose did a destroyer on, on an episode of Dynamite, and I he posted. Does it he does it yeah, he do. And I posted it on the. Uh, on the Instagram, you got people who just like he stole Adam Cole's finisher. I was like, fam, like this is not Adam Cole's finisher. This you were born. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we were like, how old are y'all? Like, y'all don't know. Y'all like how I feel like, man, if if you was if you was born when we was born and you was watching wrestling, like you grew up watching wrestling when we did, you should know who Petey Williams is. Like if you watch TNA. Yeah. Like, if you didn't I'm watch I was like, yo, that's the first time I seen it. I was like, damn, this is cold. I was over here trying to, I kept like rewinding it back, trying to figure out how he did it. I was like, I ain't never seen nothing like this. (laughs) Yeah, that was cold. Like, it's actually a really easy move to pull off when you look at it. It's just like, Uh as long as everybody in sync and y'all practice. Both people got to be like on it. Yeah, as long as y'all in sync, man, it's it's a, it's an easy move to pull off, and you know? it don't really I require the, no effort. I, I think my favorite person who does it is probably like Ray Phoenix, the Pentagon. Like Pentagon, they, yeah, they are they always just in sync with it. I hate I hate Adam Cole do it because he got to jump off of the the second rope. I was like, what's the point of jumping? Like I don't get it. He try to act like he got bunnies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like, you try to add more bunnies to your like. It, it don't add that much more height to it. <laughs> uh, anyway, man. All the uh, video game. I, I, I hope they put that on the video game next year. Should. Uh, next up, uh, we got the debut of uh, Karrion Cross on TakeOver. Uh, first shout out to Take- man. Shout out to the shout out to the guy Karrion Cross. Man, always rocking with us. Uh, defeated uh, defeated Tommaso Ciampa by submission. Um, when I when I gave my predictions on uh, on Smack Raw, I said that I wanted this one to be kind of look like John Cena versus Brock Lesnar was at SummerSlam, and 
to my surprise, they kind of booked it exactly like it. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they need to hire my ass. Um, for real, for <laughs> real. Hey, man, I, I think you do that hashtag over the uh, over last week when you made a post and you just put cut the check. I feel I feel kind of happy about that, TC. You know what? <laughs> so, uh, something with America, and you was like, I forget what the post said, but I know at the end of it, you said, Cut the check. I said, Wow, look what we have started. <laughs> I said, Yeah, hey, hey man. But uh, Kerry, Kerry Cross, uh, he, he fed Tommaso Champa a few suplexes. Uh, Tommaso Champa tried to fight back a little bit, and then uh, I, I don't know the name of his move in, in WWE now. Uh, I forget the name of it, but, uh, you know, it's Choco. You know what it is. Locks his Choco and on Tommaso Ciampa, and uh, Ciampa gives up. It doesn't give up, but he kind of passes out. Um, quick match, like, Tommaso Ciampa basically got squashed, and uh, they uh, they tried to interview him after the, the match, and uh, he, he was apparently at full sale for, like, three hours after the show was over with, and they tried to get an interview with him, and he just would not talk. So uh, it'd be interesting to see what is next for him. But for this match, uh, I don't really want to give it a grade just because it wasn't much of anything. But I'm going to give it a C. Just, you know, uh, Killer Cross looked real good in it. You know, it really showcased who he was. Uh, put, you know, really, really put him over because he he defeated, you know, the, the self-proclaimed heart and soul of NXT. Uh, and real quick, I just want to I, I, I got to bring this up. <laughs> I gotta bring this up, man. Uh, Randy Orton tweeted out after oh, Takeover. <laughs> he said, "I heard NXT Takeover in your house was great. Slapping yep. my leg for you slap. guys. Sincerely, hashtag leg slap." It's a muscle Champa replies. He said, "My daughter has been having trouble sleeping. Luckily, Randy I found matches. Randy Orton matches <laughs> better than Nightquill." <laughs> <laughs> Sincerely, <laughs> hashtag an entire locker room who busted their asses. <laughs> and Randy Orton <laughs> replies back, looks like I heard the feelings of the self-appointed locker room leader of a wrestling school. Let me know, <laughs> let me know what time hashtag left, leg slap class starts so I can take my game to the next level. Uh, and then his wife getting on it too. I was like, "Yo, what's going on here?" Ooh, Randy's wife got in it. Yeah, and then Randy's wife she is like, like, "Randy's wife isn't that the same guy who took credit for all those quote unquote great matches that he didn't put together?" <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, what's going on? Yeah, but Randy, Randy Orton got yeah. him out of here with that self appointed locker room leader of a wrestling school. Like he legit smoked his ass. <laughs> I had I, I I just had to give it to him on that. I couldn't deny that that was a bar. But yo, it writes itself. <laughs> it was Randy, a bar. Randy the full sell. Hey, Randy, hey. Randy, take your ass down to to, get to Randy full down here. Let's get you and Champa a couple matches on Takeover, man. It might you know pop that rating a little bit. I mean, he's about to be in the best ever wrestling match show. Don't don't do it. Greatest wrestling match. Look at Rick. Look at Rick. Malik, Malik, what grade you got on this crossing champ? Man, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm giving it a B, and the reason why I'm giving it a B is because you, to me, this is how you book new young talent who's already had a name on the indie scene. He comes in and he beats 
one of the top guys that's years and he beat him easy clean. So yeah. He 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 got champ out of there. It was like a, like you said, squash match. Simple. And nobody's ever did that to Champa beside you know, probably before he was Tommaso Champa. So yeah. I'm giving this an A because this was exactly what it needed to be. Yeah, you throw some A's out there, man. It, yo, for real though, because <laughs> just, just from a booking standpoint, he'd be because, the best teacher of all time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like, just purely from booking, like because he, he was talking about it, was, it reminded him like of uh, SummerSlam 14 when Brock was throwing around Cena. It's like it's similar to that, but it's at the same time, it's like Champa didn't look like he was completely out of it. Like he was still fighting back. He still had got his shots in. You know, so you still keep him looking strong, but it's like this dude is that much of a monster that Champa couldn't keep him down at the end of the day. And he didn't tap out, he didn't get pinned, he just straight choked him out. So just from booking purely and how he looks, and it's like when you brought him in, that was what you, he was going to be. So this was the perfect way to put it all together. So I'm giving it a just based off that, easily. Hey, man, we got the nice teacher, Reek, over here, man. He's <laughs> handing out A's. Hey, uh, I'm, I'm real quick. I'm watching Vengeance 2005, and I, I totally forgot that uh, Lillian Garcia and Viscera was a thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember this, that. This is when Viscera used to hump dudes as his finisher. Yeah, I remember high times in history. I remember old yes. boy broke Lillian's heart that night. He did. Then oh, he, he went. You went with Godfather in the holes, right? Yep. Yeah. Hey, asshole, man. I'm about to ask about it when I saw her last year. I'm like, because that was always the thing big that made laugh. She is, she is such a nice person, too. She is. Yeah. They met. They met. <laughs> they try to be like, yeah, I fucked with Lily and go to see her. Don't. <laughs> Y'all gonna hear us today. Don't get dogs, man. <laughs> hey, man, but uh, last I'm match, man, 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 man. It was a dog right. fight. I woke up to a dog fight the other morning. Like they was really scrapping in there. Who won? I don't know, man. My girlfriend was screaming like somebody was in the house. So I'm coming out ready to fight. Her brother flying down the steps. And next thing you know, it's freaking OJ and Lola, the other little dog. They up there got their fist up. I'm like, man, the little paws. Hey, OJ got his ass beat. I think so, because he was you know, oh. He never so happy to see me. So your dog solved. No, that's her dog. I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, uh, at our main event, man, we got a uh, this, this one. This one was a uh, this was Uh-oh. the one, man. This, this, this was this was the one. Like this was better than I thought it was gonna be, man. You know, big yes. big match, big match char. You know, night. But I told y'all, man. And, and Io Shirai finally, 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 finally triumphs and wins the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, the, the, going into this one, I was like, man, they're gonna book, they're gonna book the finish of this one like they did uh, Triple H, Edge, and Jeff Hardy, and they did it. <laughs> they did <Yeah>. exactly <laughs> the same finish. <laughs> and uh, Io Shirai wins, man. I am. I'm ecstatic, man. I'm, I'm giving this A plus. This is A plus. Yeah, this is, this is dope. That's all I gotta say. Hey, 
I'm with you. I'm giving it an A plus, man. Io Shirai, and she did it in style. When I look at a lot of guys that have came into the WWE, and they've got they for the past few years, they got they shot at the at a top title. They did it kind of the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? Either it was a money in the bank, you know, come in quick, you know what I'm saying, get the win, or it's a BS finish. You know what I mean? AJ Styles. I love AJ Styles. But his first title was kicking a man in the nuts. Uh, Dean's first title. I was actually there when he won his first title. He wanted money in the bank, man. Io Shirai put her body on the line, and she just did everything from jumping off the top of the house. Who thought we would ever hear that in WWE? Somebody jump off from the top of the house? Five, yeah. com- uh, compared, compared to Kevin Owens jumping off the WrestleMania sign, which one? Which one was better? I still got to give it to my guy, KO. Uh, I'm, I'm saying you know. EO's, EO's more important, but I still got to give it to my guy, KO. Just, just KO did a senton. Yeah. But EO, I don't know, man. EO's was more important, but... I'm gonna give it a KO, but no, 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 no takeaway from EO, man. She did her thing. She won it like my favorite wrestler won the title. Like when I first seen it, I'm like, I know I've seen this before. I've seen this before. And when and I was like, oh, she gonna shoot. Oh, oh, cool with me. She deserves it. Congratulations, EO Shirai. Hey, real, real quick, Reed, uh, this, this is the one when the Godfather came out. <laughs> this is the one. <laughs> <laughs> he just came out. Yeah. Go ahead, Reed. Y'all already know what it is. A plus plus, golden up, whatever you want to put on it, man. That this was it. The genius of the sky, the Josie Judas, Io Shirai, one of the best international performers in the business today. Finally, get her due, man. That I mean, I had I was scared. I'm not gonna lie. Watching the match the whole time, I'm scared. I'm thinking like, yo, maybe they're gonna put it back on Rhea since she's straight now, like. Maybe Charlotte gonna walk away with it on some bull, man. I, I I was I was shook watching this whole thing, and then the finish too. The first thing I thought was like, yo, this can't be like Jeff Hardy back in the day all over again. And oh, shout out to Rhea for taking that knee to the face though, because that looked like it hurt. <laughs> like she really, right. she landed that first thing. I think I'm like, yo, damn, her nose though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. The, the jumping off the jumping off the house, like she earned it that night, man. All the way, hundred percent, man. I was hyped, man. I got my shirt on, like I was. That was lit, man. That was lit. I'm happy for my girl, man. Yes, sir. For sure, man. Uh, another great takeover. Uh, overall, I'm gonna get this one an A. You know, takeovers never miss. Um, as far as in your house, you know, we got a we got an Ico Pro ad. We got a you know we got Shawn Michaels. You know, still don't know how to work computers after all these years. Shawn Michaels, uh, one of one of his greatest robberies, you know, his greatest robberies with computers. You know, <laughs> you know wasn't it? Wasn't it like Cyber Sunday 06 with yeah. he figure out the computer and he started kicking everybody in the hallway? Yeah, kick, uh, oh, yeah. Kick Sean Spears, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh Sean, you know, Sean Spears' name was Stan. I remember. Right. That. I just can't yeah. stand. Yeah, overall, I'm gonna get this one. I'm gonna get this whole event an A. This is like I said, they don't miss. They they just don't miss. They. I think A's all around. They put pressure. I know I just big up the the 2010s, but this is why I always say they stole it. You know, I say they stole it from them because they have put on pressure. This proves it, yo. 
when you look at this card, it's like, you know, when I first look at it, you don't see too many, like, you know, gimmick matches, ladder, hell in a cell, extreme rules. I mean, you had, you know, Cole and, and, and uh, Velveteen, but, uh, you know, that wasn't even top like the other ones, you know what I'm saying? Like, that even really topped the show. They didn't, they didn't hold the show, you know what I mean? The women came out there and did that. And, yo, once again, backlash. This is the greatest show. Yeah, all that. Yo, you got to. You got it. You got it. You got some pressure. You got to come with it. You can't BS. Vince, you can't BS, Vince. Yeah. Your turn. Yeah. A plus. Most definitely. And you know some the other thing, too? This is another reason why that greatest match, greatest show pisses me off. Because, you know, as soon as they announced it and they said, well, takeovers the week before that, Triple H and Sean got together and was like, bet. Y'all gonna have the greatest show? Watch this. And now they're gonna put on the set the bar all the way up here. So now the backlash don't live up to this billing, it's gonna be a complete bust. So, like you said, now the pressure's on. Y'all Vince, you know fucked up with this whole greatest show, greatest match ever. Like And I, I love that. My one of my favorite parts, one of my favorite times in WWE was in the in the uh Ruthless Aggression era. And when they would say Raw and SmackDown had two separate teams that didn't even talk to each other throughout the week, and they were literally in a company competing against each other to yep. be the best show. People, this is what wrestling is. We so busy comparing companies and brands and people, we're not realizing if these companies just this co- continuously co- to compete against each other, you know, we get great wrestling all around. That's what I think WWE should do. Raw and SmackDown, you should not have your writers, teams, or producers, or anybody even talk to each other throughout the week. Make this a competition. Make this the NBA, NFL. Make this a game, a boxing match, MMA, anything. That's oh, what we have to talk about this. Exactly. That's when they had to really think like, oh, we can't depend on the story from Raw. We can't depend on the story from SmackDown. We want to be better than them guys. It's a competition. Yeah, y'all, y'all all in the same company. That's cool. That's better for the brand. That makes everybody else step up. And that's better for the fans. So each show yeah. had a different feel to it. Like yeah. Raw, you you got in the mood for Raw and you see how it was. You yeah. knew what was going on there. Once you switched over to SmackDown, it was a whole different vibe. It's the same right type now, of performances. Yeah, like, but it was a whole different vibe. That was the thing. Yeah. That 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 that's what I like, man. That's what NXT has gave given us that that other ultra, you know, alternate side of wrestling. Uh, if you if you don't watch the indie scene, NXT is the perfect thing for you because this is what you see a indie entertainment side. That's why I've always loved NXT. Uh, that's why I hate when people pin NXT and AEW against each other. Cause I'm like, bro. This is what we've been asking for. Like, this is what I love. Wednesday, to me, once again, Wednesday nights is the best nights in wrestling. And I put that up against anything. If this can continue to go against for another four or five years, see what both of these companies and what they can do. If Triple H doesn't take over the main roster, let's see what we'll be. I think wrestling will be in a great spot if we keep letting them do their thing. It's going to take some time for people to continue to jail. But yo, we got another golden squad coming up, and they're ready. They're ready to go. Absolutely, man. Uh, coming off the heels of takeover, uh, you know we got a, you know we talk about Wednesday Night Wars. Uh, we got new episodes of NXT and Dynamite. Uh, we just gonna run through these real quick. You know, I don't want to spend too much time. This is on the greatest night. Oh. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah, facts. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm do a quick recap of these shows. If y'all can see Rick's face right now. <laughs> soon as this shit is over, the better. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. Uh, don't <laughs> I need worry. this in my rear view as soon as possible, bro. I will never forget this. That's why 2020 is tripping. Night. That's why these fuckers <laughs> Wednesday nights. This is the greatest night. But but any anything I want to add during these recaps, man, don't don't hesitate to interrupt me. But I don't want to spend too much time on it. Uh, yes, I'm pretty sure people just watch these shows because they just happened a few hours ago. Uh, but you know, coming off the heels of in your house takeover, uh, we start off uh, NXT with a. The champion, Adam Cole in the Undisputed Era, had a little victory speech uh, during the whole time. Uh, Roderick Strong was tweaking out, uh, thinking he kept seeing Dexter Loomis, you know, hiding in the crowd. Uh, and he runs away backstage. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's going crazy. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't know. I hope it ain't nothing bad. Uh, Somebody you know, check Roderick. Roddy got a wife and kids at home. We we need him uh, at his full potential for that one. We don't we don't need we don't need the manhood taken away. Uh, he seems like uh, to do that too. True, true. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> backstage, <laughs> backstage we get a tease uh, between Keith Lee and Adam Cole. So. Uh, Gonna have to keep a keep a highlight on that one going forward. Uh, but uh, next up, we get uh, the Garganos defeated Team Yemitless uh, for the second week in a row. Uh, thought this one was good. It was, it was a lot of a lot of teasing they did in this match because uh, they tease a lot of uh, man on woman, woman on man spots here. So uh, my question to you guys: uh, Would you eventually like to see? You know, we we know. You know, if you're familiar with Candice LeRae and you're familiar with, with Mia Yim, uh, you know they, uh, you know, kind of made their name on the indie scene doing a lot of ind- uh, intergender matches. So I want to know, like, would you guys like to see uh, WWE kind of implement some intergender matches, you know, here or there, not not to go completely full throttle with it, but it's kind of, you know, here and there. Yeah, oh, here yeah. and there would be, would, would be fun. I mean, that's what wrestling is about, like, Wrestling is is you can do anything with it, honestly, anything. And to see an intergender match would 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 not be bad. I mean, I think Candice LeRae had took a crazy shot. I forget what match it was. It was on the Indies. I think it, I, I forget. I gotta look it up. If I find it, I'm gonna send it to you guys. But uh, yeah, they down. Yeah, let them do it. Yeah, I mean, there, there was a time where you know we used to see that. Like if you you watch back in the day, Trish, Lita. Victoria, they, they had their matches. China, obviously, you know, they, yeah. they would have a couple of intergender matches here and there. It's like, you know, China with the titles. I yeah. see. Yeah. Like if they, if they feeling it, if they, they can work well with it, hell yeah, do that shit. You know, there, there's plenty of, there, there's plenty of guys that could, you know, they probably won't be too hurt by getting ass with by a woman. I'm pretty sure. I hope. <laughs> right. And, you know, you don't got to, like I said, you don't gotta go full throttle with it, but you know, you can you definitely can tell some stories, you know. You might have, you know, that one prideful dude that's just like I lost to a woman, like they ain't, they ain't sitting right with my spirit. You know, you know that, that, that's in Baron Corbin's bag. Yes. Oh, Corbin versus we, are, we already seen how Baron Corbin, you know, when, when Oscar was about to grab the briefcase before him, he wasn't letting that happen. Right. Yeah. 
So you yeah, know, like, like just we, we go full like once the king stuff is over with, like let's without you know without pushing obvious limits because I know WWE is you know uh, you know uh, a family friendly company, you know, and they corporate. But without pushing those limits, man, we can get Baron Corbin on his you know get him in his misogynist bag a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. I say, oh, why the hell not? Because just two years ago, I, we forgot about this. Nia pulled up in the Rumble and started smashing people Man. around in the men's Rumble. And then she took an RKO from Randy. So, took, a, like, took a super kick from Dolph, an uh, RKO, a yeah. uh, 6 yeah. one Like, dang, she ate all them. No, I was, was bugged. I, I mean, like, that's all the people she kind of messed up. You see people trying to get her fired? Like, somebody talking about she should be fired? Yeah. They've been saying that for years, man. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, it's not going She's not going nowhere. She messing people up though. Because <laughs> that <laughs> that gash that Kyrie got on her head. Oh my god. Yeah, that looked bad. That she did just look don't bad. know her own strength. That that's really what it is. Yeah, she's she strong. Everybody wrestles half her size. Yeah. Yeah, she, she, Nia Jax might have to, you know, start facing some men. Like even like Charlotte Flair said, like she wanted to go for a woman, uh, for a men's championship, like Tessa Blanchard, you know. Charlotte versus AJ could be cold. I mean, that would I be cold. I wouldn't be mad, honestly. Charlotte versus Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but but uh, let's let's get back to NXT, man. Um, in Induce Induce Sheer in Indusher. I don't know how to pronounce their name. The, the oh, two big uh, the, the Indian AOP. Them guys. <laughs> Uh, with Malcolm Bivens uh, defeated a couple of jobs. Uh, Malcolm Bivens is out there dressed like a youth pastor for real. <laughs> had had to had to back on with the with the khakis and the yeah. <laughs> oh, crazy. Uh, Finn Balor beat Cameron Grimes in a banger. Now I just want to say, man, that's that's the best Cameron Grimes has looked to me uh, since he debuted in NXT. Um, not you know, not too familiar like with with his impact stuff. I seen a little bit, but like in NXT, this you know maybe it was just working with Finn Balor. Uh, but yeah, he really he really showed up and showed out. Uh, yes, sir. Just like last time they faced him, and uh, after the match, Finn Balor kind of you know uh, shot a challenge at Keith Lee for the North American title. So uh, let's get it. Yeah, Keith, Keith Lee and Finn Balor is gonna 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 go crazy if they ever fight. Uh, next up, we get uh, the new cruiserweight champion, uh, Leo Del Fantasma, comes out, uh, basically, you know, giving his victory speech. Drake Maverick comes out to congratulate him. Uh, the mass luchadors come down and uh, look like they're about to have a uh, you know, a standoff until uh, Fantasma and the luchadors jump uh, Drake Maverick and beat the shit out of him. Uh, Fantasma unmasks and reveals himself uh, to be Santos Escobar. Which uh, appears to be his new name, so I kind of figured that he would be unmasking soon. Uh, yeah, I, I seen a tweet and they said like when when choosing like when choosing the name, they probably gave him a list like, all right, choose Escobar or Montana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, shout out to NXT for really pushing this cruiserweight title, man. Like, yeah, they were a really lot better on the main roster. Oh yeah, way better. Way my, better. my main issue, my main issue though, is just uh, when the cruiserweight title was on the main roster, at least they were getting on pay per view. Like, 
Cruiserweight title ain't been on the takeover yet since it's been shifted to, yeah. to NXT. So, like, that's well, my main issue. But. I think they should just permanently move all the Cruiserweight stuff, including 205 Live, just take that down to full sell, even when the fans come back. And, you know, let the let the guys grow their fan base first. You know what I'm saying? And they can work with other things, too, like North American, uh, the NXT Championship, you know. Let, let them guys get down there and do their thing. I said that last week on, on NXT, too, because I'm like, you know, him and Drake had a damn good match in that final. Yeah. And then it's like that moment, you know, he comes out, gives him the contract, and he gets to keep his job. Like, all that stuff could have been a takeover moment. Like, the match, the, the show only ran about two and a half hours. So it wasn't that long yeah. to begin with. You could have squeezed in a little bit of time to make that happen. You know what I'm saying? Other than keeping it. That was definitely a takeover moment if there was one. And, uh, but I, I, I could see why they wanted to have it on the main show, you know, because, you know, they, you know, Drake Maverick got the main event. He got to have a, a really, really good match. I don't think he's had a match that good ever in his career. So he, he really got some time to shine and do his thing. Uh, you know, I think, I think he got a better opportunity to really show off. Uh, both of them actually had a better opportunity to show off on TV, but I, I would definitely, you know, would have. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I think seeing it on a um on a takeover would have been good, but I don't know. I see both sides. That's, that's, that's basically what I'm trying to say. I see both sides. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and in the main event, uh, Adam Cole beat Dexter Loomis, uh, and at the end of the match, uh, Scarlett Bordeaux comes down. Uh, with the hourglass and flips it over, you know. So, you know, tick tock. Uh, Tom's ticking for Adam Cole's title reign. Uh, Shakari and Cross be the one to the throne. Adam Cole, uh, I'm biased, so I want to be I'm mad. Be yes, hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, I want to see it, but uh, should but is, is it too early, or do you think you know? No, we got Keith, we got. Uh, Finn Balor, I, I would still like to see face Adam Cole. So it, uh, I don't know. I'm conflicted. I just, I just think it's almost time for Adam Cole. They ready for Adam Cole to go up. They ready. Uh, how do it is looking? My guy Matt Riddle. <laughs> he might not be in WWE for too long. He, he just got way too much heat. I don't know how it would work. So uh, I would rather have see him leave before they just bury him all together. Uh, um, so. They gonna need somebody to move up somewhere, something. So, uh, what other way would to put another just skyrocket on my guy, carrying cross, killer cross, as I know him? Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be mad. Did we get to see the killer cross, Keith Lee, killer cross, Finn Balor? Hell, throw him in a, in a triple. Damn, Malik right. disappeared on us. Oh, you back? You back? My bad. My bad. <laughs> Where did I leave off? I'm sorry. I was just talking. Uh, yeah, well, what I was basically trying to get to is I would love to see when Adam Cole goes up to the main roster, Killer Cross, Finn, and uh, Keith Lee in a triple threat. Bro. Uh, <laughs> the Wi-Fi here is terrible. I don't, I don't know if – I kind of feel like it'd be too early just because, like, I would want to see him run through somebody else. I mean, you know, Ciampa's a big name already, but – you know, I, I say I, I don't know 100% if it's too early because what other baby faces do you have for him to go through? You know what I'm saying? They don't have a lot. Mm -hmm. But, you know, for I just got a thing about heels beating heels for titles. Like, I'm just, I ain't crazy about that whole thing. Like, if it was Finn or Keith Lee, he beats for it. 
then whatever. I don't even care. But, you know, I feel like maybe give Cross like one or two more small feuds, you know what I'm saying, keep him strong. If Adam Cole drops it maybe to Keith Lee or Finn Balor, then whatever. That's cool. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm on the fence on that one. Yeah. I could see it, though. Yeah, I can definitely see it, but uh, I think we're just gonna have to wait and see. You know, it just it just seemed like a tease right now. It don't seem like a actual challenge, but you know, we've seen um, you know, Keith Lee kind of kind of stepped up to Adam Cole earlier in the night, and you know, then uh, you know, Karrion Cross. So maybe maybe Karrion Cross might you know might make some work with Keith Lee first. I don't know. So uh, only time will tell, man. But uh, on the other side of the battlefield, uh, AEW Dynamite Live. Uh, you know, we started off the night. Uh, FTR made their debut with the win over Butcher and Blade. Um, FTR have always been boring to me, so this match uh, itself was boring as hell to me. Uh, I didn't really care. Um, they have a new name for the Shatter Machine, and uh, the execution on I want to say it was Butcher was very poor. It looked bad. Uh, yeah, just just all around. Uh, I have no opinions for it. Maybe they'll have better matches going forward. But we did get another tease of uh, FTR versus the Young Bucks and uh, also Hangman Page. Shout out to Hangman Page. I'm getting my Hangman on in the middle of the episode right now. Uh, yeah. Hangman Page and Kenny Omega also was a tease, too. They they need and to so, lose their title already. It's, yeah, it's enough to champions. Um, with, the, with, with the whole FTR thing, I think you have way too many good tag teams. Kenny's a singles wrestler. Hey, man's a singles wrestler. You have a mid card title. Kenny needs to get into the AEW picture again. Uh, yeah, let them go ahead and lose it because it's too obvious for Payman to turn. Um, me personally, with this match was I, I I thought FTR did pretty pretty damn good. It was just a brawl and not nothing too perfect. So. Um, I heard they haven't really officially signed with AEW, which was kind of weird, but that makes me like AEW a little bit more. If they could take people who are not signed to them and still give them a platform, is pretty dope. So, yeah, hey, they on that hot dog and handshake deal, yeah. So, hey, if, if they, they doing that, that, that's a strictly for the fans move. I'm, I'm messing with it. I mean, why else it's would you dope. put them on TV and promote them that much if they're not signed to you? If that's the case, that's just strictly for the fans, and that's love. Yeah, yeah. man. Look, at FTR, they're old school. They they they're hard hitting. They smash mouth. You know what I'm saying? I didn't expect it to look any different from that. That's what I imagined it would look like when they showed up. So I mean, for me, I I don't mind that. Like you know, I, I've as much as I've watched over the years. Like that's. That's rare that you see that type of tag team. So I can appreciate that on a level. Um, and they might have to put it, Butch and what's the name into a freaking wrestling school, man. They botch a lot. <laughs> Yo. A I was hyped to, to see the Shadow Machine, and then it's like they hit it. I'm like, Because uh, he couldn't jump. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he couldn't jump. Yeah, that, that was all bad, man. Um, next up on the show. That, uh, that pile driver joint to finish it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> uh, next up, we had a uh, Nyla Rose and Penelope Ford knocked off uh, uh, Carl Sheeta. Happy birthday, Sheeta, and uh, Chris Statlander. Um, it was a cool match. It, it, it was what it was. We got the uh, the goat Tony Hawk 
was in a, a vignette with Darby Allen. Um, that was pretty cool. Shout out to Tony Hawk. Uh, I just want to say uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Volume 1 on a Nintendo 64. Uh, nobody could hold me as a kid. Give me like a week and I will be a perfectionist at it again. Nobody could hold me now. I guarantee you. They remastered it, right? Okay. Let's come back up pretty soon. You said what? They remastered it, right? Yeah. I think I did see that. I did see that. So, like, yeah, I'm a... On N64, could nobody hold me. But, like, whatever it come on, I'm whooping that. So, just just say whatever. Malik, I know you got both systems. I don't know what systems you got, Reek. But you got a PS4. When I was a kid. Just tap in with me. (laughs) Yes, sir. I was in the lab one pro. For real. I need I, I don't know where mine at, man. Mine is somewhere. I don't know where it's at, but yeah, can't nobody help me. Um we got the best friends of Orange Cassidy defeated uh the inner circle, um, which was uh Santana Ortiz and Jake Hager. Uh after the match, Orange Cassidy gets attacked with a with Chris Jericho's baseball bat and a bag of oranges. So uh <laughs> Eventually, we definitely gonna get a Chris Jericho and uh, Orange Cassidy match on the car soon. Just happy this Mike Tyson. And then uh, we got Sammy Guevara beats Cole Cabana afterwards. Brody Lee comes out, uh, offers his hand, and helps Cole Cabana up. And then uh, Cole Cabana teases joining the Dark Order. Uh, so Cole we should Cabana see about that one. Um, Sunny Kiss and Joey Janela. Man, ain't he? Uh, Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela going a joyride. So uh, it looks like that may be a potential tag team. Um, in the parking lot, John Moxley and Brian Cage brought them around. Uh, somebody somebody said Brian Cage and in blue jeans look like British Bulldog in 1999. I started <laughs> dying laughing. So, like, if you have, if y'all have, <laughs> oh, go, go look at Brian Cage. He did not, bro. Recipe. <laughs> RP Bulldog. Man. That's so disrespectful. He did kind of look like Bulldog in them jeans, though. Like, he, uh, he was in the jeans and no t shirt, like, no shirt on. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> oh, man. That was, that was uh, a the debate of it. Cody defeats uh, Cody def- <laughs> Mark Quinn. Uh, from private party for the 20, uh, not the 24 7, but the TNT championship. Uh, both belts is ugly, that's why I got it confused. Um, Cody uh worked over his injured ankle for most of the match <laughs> and then uh locked in an ankle lock. Um, Cody, Cody, private party, and Matt Hardy uh brawl with the inner circle Hardy to close out the idiot. show, and then uh, look like we're gonna get. Yeah, Cody, uh, Matt Hardy just be just like what? What? What's the Damn. point of Matt Hardy right now? I just I don't know yeah. what he's doing. Man, we don't we don't need like, the broken skin no more. We, just, just just let him chill. Like let him do something. Be the vet. Yeah, like figure out what you want to do. Like you 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 asking like fans on 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 Twitter like what gimmick they like and in between like the broken and he does like the old stuff. He does like a mix of all his old gimmicks. Like find something and like sit your old ass down and just like find something to do. We just doing too much. Uh, but it uh, looks like we're going to get Cody and Jake Hager at fighter fest for the TNT title. Uh, I have zero interest in this match. I have zero interest in this match. Uh, 
the few times they would fight on like SmackDown uh, early last decade by like seven, eight years ago, I don't have any interest in it now. Uh-huh. So, uh, but uh-huh. next week, though, uh, both shows. Oh, go ahead. Um, no, I was saying I'm just pretty excited for it. Uh, I think this has been my probably favorite dynamite they've had since the shows uh, really started. So um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm I'm just I'm just excited, bro. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, I think Jake Hager and and Cody can do something do something great. Uh, Jake Hager and Jack Swagger to me are completely two different wrestlers, and so I'm just I'm just excited to see where they're gonna go with this. Jack Swagger wasn't shit. Jack Swagger no. was a failed experiment, bro. I never, I could never get into it just because I knew they weren't taking his character seriously. I right, right. So it's like money in the bank, the world title. He has some potential with Dutch Mantel. Yeah, he did. He did. That, that's but why it was, I, like, it was I too it late better. after that. It was too late, though. Like, he, they, they, I wish they would have did that earlier because by, by the time he got with Dutch, it was yeah. just like, man, that's Jack Swagger. So. Yeah. I honestly yeah. I thought they was gonna put the title on him at um WrestleMania 29, but then he got that what did he get like a DUI or something? He got arrested something like that over that weekend. What a jackass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm lagging. Am I are we lagging, TC? Is TC are you are you with me, Rick? Can you hear me? I, yeah, I got you. I think TC lagging a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> TC just froze for me. <laughs> He's just looking dead into her eyes. <laughs> yeah. TC's gone. Where is he at? Yeah. And it's He's like, yo, here. it's the perfect, the perfect face is frozen on. They're gonna make memes out of this one. <laughs> oh man. He's just, he just staring at me. Where did he That's go? Perfect. Oh, oh man. Record? Yeah, we're still recording. We gotta save that. Oh no, oh, man. man, I gotta, I gotta text him to the picture. Can't let him live oh, this one down. I'm back, man. Hold up. Are you good? I don't know what happened. <laughs> I'm, I'm back, man. You see your face? <laughs> yo, you see? This <laughs> 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 like yo, it froze perfect on right on the right face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think. Because every time I kept talking, like you would like just stare at me, and then you'd be like, Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Hey, technical difficulties, man. Yeah. We should we should be good now though. We good, we good, uh, yeah. Man, man hey, but, uh, great show, great show tonight, fellas. Um I heard you the best, see how 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 it goes. Um he took a picture. <laughs> oh. chair was too bad. I was gonna take him like this is all we see, but uh <laughs> oh, <laughs> mad as hell somebody. <laughs> oh uh, man, what the fuck this nigga talking about, man? I don't wanna hear nothing he's saying. Yeah, so if it really do like if y'all think we sound out of sync, we probably do because oh. I, I, I thought I was lagging, but I guess it was TC who was lagging. And yeah. uh it was like I had to swap my Wi-Fi over. Yeah, it was like the news where they just like, back to you, Karen. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Karen. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, man, but uh, next, next, next week, man, we got uh, we, we got loaded shows, both Dynamite and NXT. We loaded. We got a tag team championship. 
Hold on, real quick. We got a AEW Tag Team Championships. Uh, Kenny Page, <laughs> Kenny Page, Kenny Omega, <laughs> and Hangman Page uh, versus Dustin Rose and, and QT Marshall. Uh, yeah, uh, Cody will be defending his A and T A and W T and T Championship as normal. Um, Billy Gunn will be taking on MJF. Um, shout out to Billy Gunn, Hall of Famer. Uh, and then Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho will be taking on the best friends. And also uh, Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc will be taking on the Young Bucks. So we got a pretty, pretty loaded show next week. Okay. And then uh, on uh, on NXT, we have uh, Imperium defend their NXT tag team titles versus Brizongo. And then Sasha, excuse me, Sasha, Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox uh, defend, uh, excuse me, were challenged for the women's tag team championships. Uh, hopefully it's Sasha and Bailey, but we're going to predict who it may be here with backlash predictions, AKA the greatest wrestling match ever. This is the greatest show. The <laughs> reek is, is not feeling that. The, the, this, this, hear, this, the thing is like, it's so silly that just like the fact that I know people be like legit hot over it. I'll be teasing them over so, like, this low-key going to be the greatest wrestling match ever. I think so. Let's talk about it. Edge and Randy Orton. Right. Uh, what do you think? It's this past be week, this past week on Monday Night Raw, uh, we get an episode of The Cutting Edge. Uh, should be Hall of Famer Christian. Uh, host show. his best friend. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, Peak Show. Should be Hall of Famer Christian. Host his best friend, Edge, on The Peep Show. Uh Basically, it was telling like fam, like you watched, like you ain't really about shit. Basically, motivating him, you know, you know, Edge feeling that chip on his shoulder, you know, Randy Orton hop on the Titan Tron, you know, talking his mess too. Edge looked, Edge looked like he really about to show us something, and, and you know, as we all know, with Randy Orton, you know, when Randy Orton is when when he when he put effort in, we get some good content from Randy Orton. So I think. You know, this match, is it going to be the greatest match ever? No, nobody thought that at all to begin with. But I think this match is going to surprise a lot of people because it, I, I think it's reverse psychology. Hear me out, man. The fact that they just keep putting this greatest wrestling match ever on people that we know it's not going to be the greatest wrestling match ever. People just think like, man, this match ain't about to be good because expectations is too high. But then the match is going to be all right. Imagine gonna be better than people think it's gonna be. I think so. So like you know, it also helps that these two of, of my goats, man. You know, when I was in high school, I loved both of these guys. You know, Rated RKO did their thing. So now to see them as a as a as a full grown adult, you know, I never thought I would see Edge wrestle again. I think they're gonna put on the show, and they're gonna surprise a lot of people. Uh, I think I think Edge gonna come out with the win again on this one. Who you got? Me too. I think I think Edge is gonna come out on the with, with the win. But hold on, Rick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, oh man! Oh man! Yeah, Rick. I did have to do that one time for you. Uh, so uh, <laughs> no, man. I think. Only bad thing about this is being the greatest wrestling match ever is that 
don't do this to my dude Edge, man. If you don't feel like it can live up to to the potential, but then again, I, as I've been thinking about it, man, we talking about Edge, man. This is the best shape Edge has been in his life. Randy Orton's gonna give his effort, his all into it. it might not be the greatest wrestling match of all time, but it might be great. Hey, did, did either of y'all see Edge's tweet from earlier? He was like, "I am drinking the greatest coffee ever." Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Yeah, Edge knows it's silly. Edge has been talking about it the whole time too. Yeah. Like, like, why they talk about this? Why they Why they do this to me, man? I'm yeah. just wondering what they what they got in their bag. Like, what are they going to do that we've never seen before? I feel like they're working on they could him and Randy's cooking up something that we've never seen before to happen. But it's not like it's a you know no DQ match. This is a regular wrestling match. So I'm like, what can they do that we haven't seen before? That's my question. How many finish and hey, kick outs we have? So we, we know we know how Edge retired with a broken neck, right? Randy Orton about to break out a Canadian destroyer on folks, and, oh, and we're gonna be real confused. <laughs> <laughs> and they gonna pull it off. Board mission, bro. <laughs> Board mission. Look, I'm gonna say this is the greatest. Oh, y'all stop that shit. Oh, no, nah, honestly, Edge should win this. But I'm gonna say this: as much as uh, that that greatest match, greatest show, that tagline is just just giving me heartburn. As much as that's doing that, honestly, I do think that individually, this will be each of their best match, like Edge's best match and Orton's best match. If you think back on it, right, over the both of their bodies of work, there's no one one match, singles match that really stands out like, oh, that's the best match ever. You know what I'm saying? So I think they got the opportunity to have that with each other. Their best match individually could be with each other. So I think that's possible, especially with Edge being in the great shape that he's in now. You know, he got his feet wet recently to, you know, get back in shape and everything like that. Orton is still in his prime doing doing his best work. So, I mean, I think sure. that'll be their best match. It just won't be the best match. So, like I said, the sooner we get away from backlash, the better. Because I can't do this shit no more. <laughs> you know, I've never, I've never seen that movie, and I think I, I'm gonna have to watch it uh, on Sunday. I'm gonna, to, I'm, gonna to to <laughs> I'm gonna have to listen to the soundtrack. I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to catch that uh, for the for What's the that? W. Break the uh, CD version. Just go, go ahead and see your heart. Oh, hey, man. I'm I'm gonna just tag Reek on on on, uh, <laughs> on Instagram, and then you know you can add the music on Instagram. I'm gonna just add the song oh. to the story. First thing when he wake oh up in the morning. This is the greatest show. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen the movie either, but this is gonna ruin it for me because I'm gonna just thinking yeah. about this. Hey, but then if the show fire, <laughs> what, if, what if the movie? Look, it, it, match it, in the show party, like it, it better be. I'm telling you, yeah. listen. If this, if this show bombs anywhere on the card, if this show bombs, I promise you, I'm going off next episode. We, I'm, I'm just gonna lose it. I promise y'all. I'm gonna I'm I'm notate that one. Yes, looking forward to it. Can't wait. It's gonna it's uh, going to be havoc hour. 
This show better not bomb no one. Hey, for the WWE Championship, man, Drew McIntyre defends his title against Bobby Lashley. Uh, this this one, um, just just seeing how they've been building it, I, I think this has only had well, like five weeks of build so far, if that, maybe like four. Um, this I can't I can't recall a, a world title feud, or at least with the men's, like the women. You know, the women have a bunch of good feuds, but. I can't recall a, 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 a men's world title feud that has been built up this well in a very long time. I just can't think of one that just come to mind. If I'm wrong, let me know. But I, since Kofi Mania, probably that was the last one I thought was yeah, maybe like maybe like Kofi yeah. and, and Randy Orton. So maybe it wasn't that long. But uh, <laughs> but before that, I can't really recall either. So. This one I think has been really, really well built up. Uh, fam, Ew, I just, I just thought with, I with, with, that. with that statement I just said, uh, I just realized that the two best built world title feuds have had black challengers. Yes, sir. So shout out to them. And uh, this, this is this is a rematch of a feud from uh, from TNA. Uh, and I was watching Impact uh, last week, and they showed like clips from Drew Galloway and Bobby Lashley <laughs> and Impact. I was like, man, y'all knew what y'all was doing. Uh, this one, man, my my heart, my heart is is you know going for Bobby Lashley, but I think you know um, Drew McIntyre is gonna walk away champion. I, I don't know if he's gonna win. I don't know if he's gonna just like win decisively. Uh, they really been putting over this uh this full Nelson with Bobby Lashley. And uh, you know, he had it locked in on uh I think it was Ivar this past Monday, and then Drew McIntyre like hits him with the Claymore to break it. And Bobby Lashley just like still was on his feet. Like they he basically kind of no soul a really like finisher that's been protected majority of the year, like majority of uh, since Drew's been back on the main roster. Uh, so with that said, this is, I don't know. Um, I think I, I just think Drew McIntyre is going to walk out with the title. I just, I can't say who's going to win the match though. I don't know. So, uh, I I don't want to see Drew. I I wouldn't mind seeing Drew McIntyre in the War Raiders. You know, they become a little faction. I I never uh, never thought of it before, but I'm like, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Also, uh, when I, when I saw that, so a few weeks ago when I saw, uh, Street Profits and, and MVP was interacting. I'm like, ooh, yeah, ooh, we gonna get it. We gonna get the Street Profits to, to turn heel soon. I'm thinking like, I'm with that. They kind of they kind of lit. I feel like they kind of lit that a little bit on Monday too. When uh, you know, Drew McIntyre kind of allied himself with the with the Viking Raiders, and then we know like Street Profits and Viking Raiders have been cool. And so even they were out there, uh, and when they came out, I'm thinking like. They about to do it, but then like Street Profits, they was they was kind of neutral the whole time, so they didn't really get involved. But the writing is on the wall with that one. It just like you know, as Malik like to say, it writes itself. It's and, perfect, uh, sir. Because right now they're both being like faces in this whole rivalry thing. Yeah, somebody, somebody got to turn, turn eventually. Yeah, eventually. Once they, once they do that, then it's gonna get good. Yeah, the match is gonna be better. Facts and the match is already good, but the yep. match is definitely gonna be better now. Some personal, but uh, who who you got? Who you got, Malik? 
Um, I got Drew Rocket walking out of there, but I wouldn't mind Lashley actually winning the title and walking out with it because they're building it up where it's like he hasn't had a shot since 07. Uh, that is kind of like how do we build up Kofi? Just like we just think really like he's a heel. We don't care. So what? Get over it. You know what I'm saying? With Kofi, yeah. it was like, you know what? Kofi has worked his ass off all these years. You know what I'm saying? Bobby left. Kofi was here. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind to see Bobby walk out. Why not? You know what I'm saying? I, 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 honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing the title trade hands for a little bit between the two. I wouldn't mind that. We don't see that. We haven't seen that in a while. You know, let's try something new. You know what I'm saying? Let's try something different. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind either. Let's let's get the strap on on Bobby Lashley. You know, we haven't had. He, he, he deserves it. He deserves it. He does, too. You know, and I think you know we. I feel like you know we shouldn't have to wait another sixty something years to get another black man holding that championship. Let's yeah. give it like less than a year. You know, but you know, is what I'm. I am afraid of if they do put the belt on Bobby Lashley, people just gonna say they're just pandering to black people. So that's so my what? only fear. But like, so yeah, they they pander into us anyway. So like, might as yeah. well just put the belt on. But yeah. who you got? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm quietly saying, quietly saying, it might be Lashley. Number one, because of what you just said. You know what I'm saying? This is what this would be that time to really kind of just pander and say, oh, look I mean, what we did. Look how we shouldn't Sorry to interrupt. Sorry to interrupt. But look at the AEW's women's champion, NXT women's champion. What was the girl who just passed away? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it would be bad. You know what I'm saying? It would be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like th- this would be the perfect time to try to, you know, really dig in on that. But then the other thing too is like, you know, Drew. I think could survive a loss like that at the end of the day. He's still the top guy now. He's still the top guy on Raw. And it's always – seeing him chase the title is always going to be good TV no matter what. So, you know, he'll be fine if he loses it. And they could drag this out into the summer, like like, like you said, going back and forth with the belt a little bit. So if you could build a nice feud around it and just take it into, you know, up to like SummerSlam, maybe throw Brock in the mix for like a one-off – then hell yeah, yeah I'll take that. So I, I even even have the title switch hands on Raw. Yeah, we haven't seen that in years. Yeah, I can't remember last time we seen that happen on Raw. I would say it was Roman when Roman uh beat Sheamus. I think that was the last time that actual WWE title changed hands yeah. on Raw. Yeah, yeah. So I, I wouldn't mind seeing that man. Just just you know throw something out there. Wow. Cut the check, Vince. Give you Cut easy ideas. Cut the check, man. <laughs> Facts. Uh, for for the uh, for the universal title, we got a two on one handicap match. Uh, Braun Strowman uh, facing off against Miz and Morrison. Um, I, I enjoyed the little segments this past week on SmackDown. Uh, you know, just the, you know, Miz and Morrison up to no good. You know, uh, I'm very jealous of Caleb Braxton for getting slimed because I've been wanting to get slimed since like 1997. Uh, as, <laughs> I've been wanting to get that that Nickelodeon slime since I was a little kid, man. Uh, but uh, this match, uh, yeah, Braun. Yeah, yeah, Braun. Uh, I honestly, I really don't care about this match. So this is that shit I don't like. I don't like it because yeah, y- 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 y'all brought back Morrison. And you put him right back with the Miz. 
and you like just put them back into that place where they're a solid tag team, right? You gave them a title run and everything. And now it's like you just feeding them to Braun like cat and father. You know they're not going to win. So it's like, uh, why do that to make them look bad? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's like this this comedy hour. It's stupid. Like, if, if it was just Morrison or it was just Miz with, you know, one in the corner, I could see that. I, I could get over that. But this this is just going to be a whole lot of stupid stuff. And this is not good. I, I hate that they keep doing that to Braun, too, because it's like we waited so long to see Braun get a run with the belt with the Universal title. And it's like you can't even take it seriously. I, I and he doesn't need that. to be built as a monster anymore. Like he's been a monster for all these times. We know he's yeah. a monster. We know he could flip cars and all that shit stuff. Um, yeah, let's let's give him somebody decent, man. Oh, Daniel Bryan, somebody right. like true. they. And they did good with the whole thing with with Bray Wyatt in that match. So it's like, why are you switching gears now? Like you went from a good solid matchup to now this is just going to be something. Something way out of left field. I ain't gonna be messing with it. So, nah, man. Nah, I'm not feeling that. I think, uh, you know, with Bron, it it was cool to see him do like the strongman stuff again. Um, haven't seen him flip over a car in some years. It seems like, which I I, I always enjoy him. You know, I, what was that after WrestleMania 33? I think it was, or where he was just like just tearing shit up every week. Like that was dope. You know, oh yeah, he was abusing Roman. Yeah, he put that dude over in the, in the ambulance. I'm not finished with you. Yeah, <laughs> like that that version of Braun Strowman was dope. That but was, yo, Braun was unnecessary. Was but solid. I think kind of ever since then, you know, I think uh, ever since like mid late 2017, they really kind of dropped the ball with Braun a little bit. Uh, this, it, 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 I don't think it does much for Braun though to. To have him feud with Miz and Morrison uh, definitely doesn't do anything for Miz and Morrison, but just kind of make them look soft. But uh, but it's also the dynamic is there where uh, where Miz and Morrison are kind of like not getting along, it seems like. So I think that might be what, what they plant the seeds for. But we will see. But uh, yeah, this. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't really necessary to do this, but it just seems like a filler. It's a, they don't have enough good heels. That's really what it comes down yeah. to. So, so bring some guys up, man, and, and you know. Hey, man. Hey, hey. Look, I know, I know who's on there. Give my guy Jeff a shot. You know, what I'm saying him versus a monster. We've seen him do that before. I would have taken with the Undertaker that. had a great match. Look, let's I see that. that, bro. I'm glad he would have taken that. I would have taken Cesaro. Give Cesaro a damn world title shot. Come on, man. Yeah. He's a heel. Cesaro's there. Shinsuke's there. Uh, AJ Styles just got there. So, like, you know, AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan this week for the uh, for for the uh, Intercontinental Championship. Whoever wins that one, uh, the loser should just go on and try to challenge for the for the Universal Title. If if the Fiend is not gonna, you know, go back with Braun just yet, um, but in due time though, maybe this Sunday. You never know. Um, for the Raw Women's title, Oscar uh, uh, defends her championship against Nia Jax. Uh, I don't see a scenario where they take the belt off of Oscar just yet, because she just won it. It's too soon, so I, I don't. I don't think it's necessary for her to lose just yet. Um, so that's my pick. 
Oscar is gonna gonna win, especially she just lost to Charlotte Clean on Raw, which I thought was dumb. I don't want to I want to talk about that. I just I just feel like it, it wasn't necessary to to them for them to do that on on Monday Night Raw, but you know how they do though. Uh, the champion loses. Yeah, they gonna win every or whoever loses on Raw or whoever is not standing tall on Raw usually wins at the pay-per-view uh WWE. So I, I think that's what they're gonna go with here in this scenario. Asuka's gonna retain her championship. Uh, same. I think Asuka's gonna retain. I feel like Nia Jax has been doing the same thing she's been doing since what like 2017. Uh remember she did the little gimmick where people was bullying her about her weight. Now she's the bully and she has not stopped being the bully. So uh, yeah so I, I, I give it to Asuka. Yeah, put that on first. Nia gonna win by way of concussion. She gonna concuss Oscar <laughs> and match her with stop. I mean, if that don't happen, Oscar should win. But I, I just, I, I got a bad feeling now. Like, I, I, I get cringed pre ahead of time when when Nia gets in some of these matches because I'm like, yo, she gonna toss Shorty on her head. She gonna throw her hard over the ropes and she gonna land on her. Arm or something like that, man. I don't know, man. I could keep receipts on deck, though. So, oh, oh, yes, yes. Yeah. You, you yeah. don't, you don't want to, you don't want the, the blowback from Oscar in that. And it's crazy how the way she could cut a good promo, and you just do not know what she's saying. Yeah. They'd be fired up, like she'd be spinning. Yeah. Don't know what she's saying. She'd be hearing you. Oscar, <laughs> you see, she she slapped the shit out of Charlie, and then did the bad bitch dance right after it. Just like, ever <laughs> take anything serious? Be like, sometimes, bitch. Oh, you serious enough, motherfucker? <laughs> Shout out to Oscar, man. Yeah. Uh, I got yeah. We I think we all got Oscar winning. Um, mm-hmm. This one, you know, we got Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. Uh, this one, personal. This one, this one for real personal. And, and when you get personal like this, you know, it looks like they, they're trying to build Jeff Hardy back up, uh, you know, because he's still he's still a star. He's still a superstar uh, 20 years later. With that being said, I got Jeff You said what? Yeah. I'm, the only thing that's stopping Jeff is Jeff. The only person that's ever been in Jeff Hardy's way is Jeff Hardy. Facts. Um, so – I'm rocking with Jeff Hardy. Like I said, don't screw this up. Call an Uber. Hell, call me if you need a ride. I'll fly out there. We, we can get you right. True, man. <laughs> but whatever you do, man, get a driver, Jeff. You got money. You got bread. Y'all live, you and your brother live on a, a island, basically. Yeah. Like, like yeah, you, you got bread, bro. You know what I'm saying? Go, make sure you have a driver. Keep you, you, your crazy friends away, Jeff. We believe in you, brother. We gonna get that title one more time before he retires. I, I, I believe it. One more time. One time for the one time. Who you got, Reed? Uh, definitely, Jeff. It, it it shouldn't even be a question. You know what I'm saying? Sheamus is just one of those guys that you know he he's always gonna be like right in the middle. You never know when he's gonna pop up and get a strong push, or whether he's just gonna be you know just getting some guys over. So this. There's no scenario where Sheamus should win at all, because then you just what was the point of that that storyline last week? Because that was just that was in very poor taste. So I mean, yeah. if this isn't to set up a Jeff Hardy Jeff. win, yeah, yeah, if this ain't to set up a Jeff Hardy win, and I got a problem with it. Yeah, watch your watch your mouth, fire crotch. 
Not playing. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> oh, wow. Who was it that said that? I don't know. I think, I nah, you know what I was thinking of? I was thinking, I was thinking of Seth when he was calling. I was thinking of Seth when he was calling Jericho Sparkle Crops. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> that was, Sparkle Hey, look, look, we, we need to have a discussion about like sometimes these, these wrestlers and their insults don't be hidden. Yeah. Like, like remember, remember Mickey James was calling Alexa Biscuit Butt? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, well, what does that mean? Like, that's like that's a, that's they a don't even slap. <laughs> <laughs> they don't slap at all. Out of all the people that was released. You said what? How did she not get released? I don't know. She a vet? That's my only. I guess. I mean, you know, she, was like, she was kind of like coming back from a surgery, too, I think. Oh, so she, she's still there? That's probably why they didn't let her go, because she hurt still. Yeah, okay. I don't know if she's coming back. I think she's just gonna like stick she, to the she was commentary on main event when she, yeah. when she was out. So, shout out to Mickey James. I, I would have thought they would have gave her the belt one more time when she came back. She, yeah. she was one of my faves for real. Back Listen, in the day. Is, do you guys Mickey see who ever have, have a little weekly, maybe an hour women's show that just broadcasts for the the women's division? They should honestly. Yeah. It, it should replace two hundred five live. Yeah. Yeah. That way, that way we can actually, cause, cause you know they're gonna market it. You know people are gonna actually watch that over two hundred five live because one obviously is gonna be names that they know of on this show. Two. Right. We can we can showcase women that you know because one people aren't watching main event. I don't think people even know main event exists. I forget it. Main so like the air. we like they keep putting like. Uh, uh, Ruby Riot and Bianca Belair and Liv Morgan on main event, and nobody's watching it. Where they have they have like a, a an hourly women's show that they know people are going to watch. We actually will see like people remember like all oh, Bianca Belair and that, that's what gets maybe, me tight maybe. too because they called Bianca up, and I'm thinking, okay, that, it's a little to do nothing, me, but at least I'm, put it with the street profits now, right. Yes. Like it's like I thought, like you know what? Give us some more time. Let her get a, a title run on NXT. But whatever, you did it fine. But now we don't see her at all. Like, come on, man. Could have had Bianca, in, you know, featured in a few of these Street Profits and Viking Raiders segments, just yeah. like to. That's the damn. Yeah, that's his wife. Yeah. Like she could have been in a few of them, just be like, this motherfucker crazy. Just like a little cameo appearance or something. She don't have to be like you know directly yeah. involved. Just, just something like small, but uh, yeah, I, I agree, Malik. Man, I think we do need that. Yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Maybe even uh, uh, with a mid card, oh, a ahead. mid card title on that, on that show, just strictly that's just on that show. Yeah. You don't see nowhere else is strictly for that show. Women from NXT could go, uh, or maybe you know even have women from outside of WWE come in and just get the show one off. You know what I mean? Just come in and do something, bro. I mean. I was just thinking about that, bro, because these these ladies deserve something. Um, make these guys step their game up some more, and yeah. Let the champions do a better idea, man. Still our ideas for last right. year, bro. <laughs> uh, speak, speaking of the women, man, we got the the women's uh, tag team championship. We have uh, the Iconics two time uh, women's champions. Uh, excuse me, two time women's champions Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Uh, versus the champs, 
uh, SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey and Sasha Banks. Uh, who's gonna win, man? Y'all already know who I'm gonna say, man. Uh, <laughs> Look, I got because if if Sasha if Sasha Banks has one more unsuccessful first title defense, I'm gonna be hot. <laughs> uh, I'm going with Bailey and Sasha too. This this sadly this might be the first one <laughs> that she actually does get, but nah I think I think they should walk away. I think it's second. And I'm gonna I, preface by I saying say should. Uh, I, I think yeah. I think I'm sorry to interrupt. I think last time when they were uh, when Bailey and Sasha were women's champions, I think they defended the titles one time. Yep. Yeah, and that's the only time Sasha Banks has ever defended a championship successfully ever, not yeah. including NXT. Yeah, so they should walk away with it. I'm going to strongly input the word should. So I'll pick them. But what's more important oh, to me... I it eventually, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. But what's more important to me in this match, and I'm going to say it again because I've been bringing this up before, this needs to be the end of Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Nikki or Alexa, whoever it is that does the, 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 the turn-in, it need to be, they need to split. Alexa can turn on Nikki, Nikki can turn on Alexa, whatever, and Nikki goes back to Psycho Nikki, and that's another player in the women's division on SmackDown. Plain and simple. That, that, you, you that. Think, do you think that's wise at this point, though? Because it's not too many women's tag teams uh, in WWE. So, you know, you got what you got two on NXT, um, Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox, and then Dakota Kai and, uh, and Raquel Gonzalez. And then, besides like these three women, maybe uh, Carmella and Dana Brooke, if they're still a thing, it's not too many women's tag teams. And so I don't think they can necessarily afford to break up like uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, you know, when Sasha Banks and, and Bailey are, you know, ever, you know, going to break up something. I think that's kind of, you know, a given. So to have both of them at the same time, I don't think that's wise. I don't, that, that's the thing too, though. It's like, they don't treat these titles serious enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, half the time Alexa and Nikki had the titles, it was like they were just doing the talk show. You you saw them. Like, they, they just lost the belts, but we hadn't seen them defended it in how long. You know what I'm Brandy, saying? So, back to my original point. Ain't no tag teams yeah. really defend against. Yeah, so it's like you, you screwed either way, truthfully. So it's like, I, I don't know. Like I, I like Bliss and Nikki as a tag team, but I'm just it's it's not it's not the one I'm 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 used to. I'm not feeling it now. Like she 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 makes it work, but like the Nikki I get behind is that one that was in the NXT. That that's that's solid right there. And I, Bailey's gonna run out of people to defend against too. Also true. It, it's just it's just not a lot of women on SmackDown. Uh, in yeah. general, but I think when it comes to the tag titles, like those, those were supposed to be defended on every single brand, right. and uh, you know that they, they will be defended on NXT this week. So I, I, I think, uh, shit, man, let's let's get like Bianca and Naomi just to be a tag team. Like, might as well, you know, they're not doing Bring nothing. Was that Sarah Logan? You know what I mean? Like when they had yeah. the Riot Squad, like that, they would have been perfect to be tag team champions. Like when they had all the them, them teams going like that that would have been a perfect time but you know who who knows bro who knows man you know you still got the kabuki warriors you know they they still around yeah so yeah. 
it's it just we need more tag teams and we need more women on SmackDown too. So I don't know. Uh, it, it, they got some work to do. Figure that out. Yeah, um, I get the feeling that it's like at this rate, like those titles just gonna die a slow death quietly. I hope at not. this rate. I got unless they get a show. I, I hope not just because uh, I feel mm-hmm. like Sasha and Bailey advocated so hard yeah. uh, for those championships just just be just to have something for them to do because they weren't doing anything. They weren't winning championships for you know Sasha. Sasha hasn't held a a, a singles women's championship since 2017, um, and she only held that for a week. You know what I'm saying? Like Bailey, uh, you know, prior to prior to this past, you know. This past calendar year, um, she hasn't really done much, you know. So they advocated for these championships, and I think, you know, I, I just hope it wasn't like Vince, like, damn, begging ass is here. Like, I hope well, it's somebody's that's the thing, but let's, let's, let's be real. Look, I was gonna say that. Look at all the other. Look at the men's tag team titles. Yeah. Like, they really don't mean nothing. So, I mean, are we really surprised? Like Street Profits have been holding the Raw Tag Team titles for how long now? Hundred days. It's like they they're in this they're in this thing with with the the Raiders, and it's like, what what else is going on here? Like what who else on Raw would be you know going after the, the tag titles if not the, the Viking Raiders? What what happened to AOP? You know what I'm saying? Like wait, where is that division? It seems like all the tag teams on SmackDown. Well, yeah. Isn't Ricochet and Cedric Alexander a tag team now? Supposed to be. Yeah, well, you know, I like I said. It. They nobody watches main event, and that's where they where that's where they're at. Right. But I also feel like they haven't just just because Viking Raiders and Street Profits are doing you know their thing, the the championships haven't really been featured probably like the past month or so since they had a title match against each other. Uh, but I, I can definitely see like uh, Cedric Alexander and Ricochet kind of mm-hmm. re-implemented after this pay per view. Uh, especially, you know, if uh, if Street Profits turn as, uh, you know, as predicted, uh, I, I can see them kind of, you know, showcasing a couple more teams there. But, you know, who exactly? I don't know. Uh, you know, on the SmackDown side, you got, you know, you got tag team going for the world championship and you have the champions aren't even on the show. Uh, and then, you know, another one of your tag teams, one of the guys is hurt. So it's just, I, I think I think this pandemic has um cause a lot of issues with the booking that is just kind of out of the control of the company so i think once uh things start to hopefully get acclimated uh back to normal or as close to normal as possible at least over the uh, over the next few months uh we can kind of get a little bit more structure with these championships but right now um yeah I mean, the easiest way to easiest way to get these these titles meaning something again is just just put together a fire match with no limits, and it'd be boom, it's back. You know what I mean? That's all you gotta do. Honestly, at this point, I don't feel like we really need a SmackDown men's tag team champion and a Raw match. Man, I feel like they should just do all the women's got. Let them defend it on all brands. Um, just give one solid title. Switch the design. I mean, here we get some new designs of titles too. Uh, Switch the design more than just a red and a blue strap. Like that's yeah. to me that's stupid, that's pointless. Um, I, I hate the colored straps though. Like, yeah, that's stupid. You really I'm don't need those. On this show, I think that likes the colored straps. Like, yeah, 
I like I like the cruiserweight purple when it was purple. Yeah, like I would I would buy the color strap if the titles were different. It's like the same title but different colors. Right. And it's like, can we just it's a different show? I don't want to see the same title just with a different strap. I want to see a different fucking title. Like I didn't I didn't mind the cruiserweight one because you know at least they kind of fit with the the theme like two hundred five live and everything like that. They kind of fit yeah. in with it. But like you know, the universal title from Raw to SmackDown is red hair, blue hair. You know, uh, I, I anchor the twenty four seven title. Green like, Bay Gold. Facts. Major I agree. Team. I agree, man. Uh, last match on the card, man. We got a uh, Apollo Cruz uh, putting his U.S. title on the line versus Andrade. Big match. Andrade doesn't have a bad match in his catalog. Uh, every time I mention Andrade on this show, I'm going to hop on my soapbox. Is my favorite wrestler in the company right now. <laughs> and uh, him and Apollo put put on a few weeks ago on Raw. Um, put on a real classic. Even before that, they put on a really good match. Uh, and this one, I, I expect nothing less between them. And um, I got Apollo coming out with the win, just because Black Lives Matter. You said yeah. it. I'm with that. Um, actually, I think this might be a sleeper for match of the night, if I'm being honest. And I'm going to put my prediction hat on for this one. I think Zelina's going to cost Andrade. Like, not on purpose, but I think she's going to cost him this match. Yeah. Because they already got some little dissension going on with them. So I think, like, it'll be something something screwy to the finish. It'll be a great match, but something is going to happen with the finish. But Apollo when is Zelina going to be the wrestling? I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's another like, thing. I'm like, she hasn't wrestled nothing. Cause she can go. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. Like she shows up at like the rumble, and yeah. then like, that's it. That's it. And that's because they just need depth. Do. You need. She do, a, she do a couple flips on you know Rey Mysterio, but that's it. Yeah. Okay, so Lena Moore, man. Like I was watching the yeah. uh, I was watching Evolution, and she was in the Battle Royal, and uh, she hid under the ring for like the whole match, and then like popped out in the final three. But I, I, yeah, Zelina can can go, man. Let's let's see her, man. Let's let's see her hey, do. Brother, it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I can say is yeah, because because <laughs> I'll go in all day online. I'm, I'm so happy that's over. <laughs> well, Ruth not even in the company anymore, so I'm just saying I'm just happy that whole. Ruth said play Warzone every day, all day now. Like he don't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Rusev just 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 stream on Twitch, man, and that's all he do. I found out Rusev a Clippers fan. I ain't like that, but uh-oh. <laughs> I ain't like that. He 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 uh he had a video yesterday. He posted a video like him and his little you know basketball hoop outside in his driveway or whatever, and he uh he dunked. And then, like, he had a Clippers jersey on. He had a, he had a Kawhi Leonard jersey on. I'm like, man, Clippers for real, bro? Like, come on, I don't man. trust Clippers fans, man. I really I, don't trust Clippers fans. I don't, I don't trust nobody that called themselves a Clipper fan if, if they not from L.A. and they and they weren't. Like, if, if they not from L.A. and they're a Clipper fan, like, because I can trust their reasoning. Because they reasoning, like, Vince Staples would tell you the reason is because the tickets were mostly free to the games. And that's how he became a fan. Which is like, yeah, it's like nobody wanted to see them motherfuckers. Everybody wanted to see Lakers. <laughs> so yeah, of course and, you got uh, three tickets. Clipper, Clipper Daryl, he and Clipper Daryl. 
I got I got a funny Clipper Daryl story real quick before we get into our last segment, man. So uh, as we know, last year, you know, Kawhi Leonard joined joined the Clippers. Um, so I'm working summer league the next day after that. And Clipper Daryl walk in. <laughs> Clipper Daryl walk in at summer league. He just goes, whoa. Nobody acknowledged <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody. You gotta, be, you, gotta, you, gotta uh, you gotta be a real hoop fan to really probably you. you yeah, and I was so salty because I wanted Kawhi to come to the Lakers, and it just like it, it was such a fresh wound that I didn't even like. I could acknowledge him just to make him feel good, but I was like, "Fuck you, Clipper Daryl." Like I seen Doc Rivers that same day. I seen Doc Rivers coming up the steps that same day. I wanted to push him down the steps so bad. <laughs> like, no, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Cooper he's cool too, too. Like, that's crazy. He is cool, though. Yeah. Hey, man, but let's get to the last segment, man. Um, This past weekend, uh, saw the 10th anniversary of the debut of the Nexus on Monday Night Raw. Um, viewers choice, uh, special three hour edition of Monday Night Raw. Uh, I miss when the, when, when the special editions used to be three hours and the normal show used to be two. Yeah. It was like, yeah, so I'll be watching these three hour shows now, man. I'll be looking up at the clock like, damn, it's only 6 30. <laughs> we got a whole yeah. another half of the show left. Uh, but, uh, on that episode, we have a uh, CM Punk taking on John Cena. Uh, who was a WWE champion at the time in the main event? Uh, Wade Barrett, uh, winner of NXT season one. Uh, season one of NXT had just ended the previous week. Uh, Wade Barrett slowly made his way down to the ring. Uh, eventually, was joined by the other seven contestants. Uh, they laid out John Cena. They laid out CM Punk. Uh, Luke Gallows was out there as well. Uh, they laid out the commentary team. Uh, Jerry Lawler <laughs> got snuffed. Uh, Justin Roberts got choked out ringside. I think we all remember that. Justin, Justin. Justin Roberts got choked out by Daniel Bryan, and Daniel Bryan ended up getting fired over it because for getting choked by because it, it it showed a bad example. This was just a few years after the uh, the Benoit situation, and it was just it was still kind of fresh. So they had to let Daniel Bryan go for a few months. You know, typical corporate thing. Uh, PGTV, pal. <laughs> God damn it, you can't do that. How dare like, you? Danielson Bryan, you're fired. <laughs> or whatever the hell your name is. Damn it, get out of here. <laughs> uh, but the uh, the Nexus, they, they tore apart the whole ringside area, uh, dismantled the ropes uh, in the ring, the mat in the ring, Daniel Bryan. Uh, basically, he was telling John Cena, you are not better than me. He said that with his chest. I know he really felt that way. You know, the the, the very popular indie guy coming in on, on, on the big, you know, machine guy. Uh, yeah. Nexus will spend the next couple of months uh, attacking everybody from uh, the Hart Foundation, uh, Bret Hart himself. Um, and a bunch of other people, John Cena, uh, just kind of terrorized. Uh, anybody they <laughs> yeah, pretty much anybody. I think I think they got Vince McMahon at one point, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, so they they went in, you know, tore up everybody over the next few months, only to lose in the main event at SummerSlam, a very controversial main event. 
and after that SummerSlam match, uh, never were the same, man. Uh, they, they would go on to disband uh, very, very quietly uh, in July of the next year. Uh, I wanna, I wanna ask you guys, man. What's uh, what, what was your favorite moment uh, of the Nexus, and uh, and and what do you think WWE could and should have done with them uh, to kind of make them uh, a more better force? Uh, I said more better. That doesn't make any sense. Um, but you know what That's I mean. Okay. <laughs> Uh, no, I think my honestly, my favorite moment was them debuting. It was just something that we've never seen that before. And it was like, you know, even my dad, who I was watching with at the same time, he was like, man, who, who what's these dudes coming in here? They just attacking people? Like, he thought it was real because he, like, he didn't watch, you know, uh, NXT that first season. I knew who they was, but he was like, what, what is this? And I'm, I'm like, wait, didn't these guys get eliminated? You know, they going home and all that stuff. Like, oh, they really for the company? So, I'm like, you know. So, uh, I thought it was dope, man. I wish we would have asked Justin Roberts about that because I got I to ask, uh, I got to ask Davy, Davy Boy, uh, about you know the dude who attacked Bret Hart. Yeah. I got to actually talk to him about that, and so I was like, "Bro, was that that was you who went down there and punched doing the face and all that?" So he's like, "Yeah, I have to, you know, I have to do what I have to do." And we actually got to meet Justin yeah, Roberts. So like, uncle, we, man. Up, we, we, we we slipped up, but uh, yeah, I think that was my favorite moment. Because um, we didn't see Daniel Bryan after that until they went against him. Um, he came back. I yeah, like, yeah, I feel, I, feel, I low key feel like Wade Barrett should have won the title for a while, you know, just 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 for the just for the group. Um, but uh, I mean, at least we got a got a couple good people out of there. I think is is anybody a part of that group besides Daniel Bryan still there anymore? Uh, David Otunga. Yeah, Daniel Bryan's the only that's one it. that's still there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we you know was like saying? clinging on to Heath. He got yeah, man. that's crazy. Yeah. Everybody go except for Daniel Bryan. Yeah, that's crazy. All out David Otunga though, man. He's still around. He, he, he technically he's still around. He's still around in, a, in, in the legal office, office. New York. In the legal office. <laughs> okay, like I said, man, Daniel Bryan, the only one that's still around. Oh, that's man. crazy. At the out of everybody, there was so many members of that group, man. You know what I'm saying? Wait, my girlfriend, my girlfriend actually met Wait, one of the members of the group. And she around. Oh yeah, Bray, yeah, Husky. Well, he was he was the after fact though. Hey, Curtis, wow. Curtis actually didn't get released. He's still around. Yeah, what yeah. The, well, bro, they were the after fact. They they, they <laughs> won the OGs. They won the OGs. Put out an APB out for Curtis Axel right now. You just made yeah. me remember no. this. <laughs> my girlfriend who's right here, she met Ryback numerous of times and still refused to FaceTime me when she seen him. He came. He used, to, he used to walk into her job all the time, and she had Jews around her job, so she could have just whipped out the phone real quick, real quick time. Yeah. yeah, man. What, what was your favorite moment? Uh, for uh, low key, you know, I want to say that in the, the debut because that stood out. But there was another <laughs> one that I just thought of. I think it was Bragging Rights or Survivor Series when Taker had that match with Kane, the Buried Alive match, and they came yeah. out and they helped Kane win. I thought they were gonna do something with that, but then I don't know. They just they dropped it. But um, as far as what they should have did, like, Taker didn't want to mess with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like, nah. As far as what they should have did, it, it all comes down to the SummerSlam match. They they should have gone over. 
it should have been uh, like a statement made that you know what they're not just newbies they can hang with these guys on the, on the main roster the top stars and stuff like that and there's ways you could have did it too like you, it didn't have to be you know Cena being a little lone guy or whoever you know what I'm saying it just they, they there's a way they could have done it that it would have looked legit you know what I'm saying but obviously you know Cena had to do his thing. Although he said, you know, he didn't want to, he didn't want to take it. You know, he wanted them to go over. But you know, Vince got final say. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the superhero can't lose. So that kind of just spelled doom from there. At that point, just started to show the cracks. And then the whole thing with Survivor Series with Barrett and Orton, Cena being the referee, and it just snowballed after that remember the core yeah i was about to say that too like i, I tried not to um, <laughs> what was that for it, it was just a counter to the nexus because you know when like way bear got exiled yeah. uh I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all my favorite nexus moment i'm completely cheating when i say this uh cm punk versus john cena at money in the bank technically it was a nexus moment so I'm counting it. <laughs> I'm counting it. I'm I'm, I'm cheating. Time out. Time out. <laughs> Shoot. CM Punk, CM Punk was still the leader of the Nexus during that match. It wasn't until after his contract expired that Nexus disbanded. Nexus disbanded that night after he left the arena, after the show went off air. So technically, that was a Nexus moment. Nexus, if you go to that Wikipedia page, you'll see Nexus held WWE Championship. During a tenure, facts. Dude, then my favorite moment of the Nexus is the is the pipe bomb. I was there. <laughs> you were there. I okay. Was in person. I mean, that was my favorite moment. I'm about to look this shit up. You, you can't. You can't <laughs> retroactively take the thing afterwards. <laughs> I didn't know we was cheating. So no, I was cheating. There ain't no we. <laughs> it's we now. Oh. Uh, but look at Reed. I'm telling. I'm telling you the truth. Yeah, he was. He was still a leader. He was still a leader. He was still a leader. He was WWE champion. But that, even a leader didn't mess with them back then. So that was that's cold. He did. See, he didn't even wear the Nexus shirt when he came out for the match. That was a crazy part. Yeah. He wore the shirt every week <laughs> leading up to it. <laughs> they gave him a brand shirt when he did the pipe bomb. Wow. Damn. No, actually, actually, uh, David Otunga and Curtis Axel was like tag champs. They were for like a few weeks after, so they still was technically Nexus as the they tag counted teams. that. Dang man, remember David Otunga was in WWE? Remember David Otunga was on I Love New York season one? Facts. Yeah. <laughs> nah, this is okay. So Nexus officially, the timeline goes from June seventh to twenty ten. To August twenty second, twenty eleven. So, both of CM Punk's rings counted. Mm. Damn, that's crazy. Shout out to okay. CM Punk, and shout out to the Nexus, and shout out to Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, man. Another episode, uh, man. We yes, are coming up on the on the anniversary, man. So, uh, excuse me, I, I excuse me. That Let's can't get Petey Williams. Let's, let's, hey, we, uh, we, we I, I ain't gonna say what, but we, you know, we, we're trying to get something coming. We're trying to get something brewing for, for the anniversary episode, man. But, uh, 
Good episode, man. Backlash this Sunday. Uh, a new episode of The Last Ride this Sunday as well. Can't wait for that one. Uh, I'm going to go watch uh, some wrestling when we get out of here. Oh, uh, yo, real quick. Yeah, real go, ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead. We'll take like 30 seconds. So I got to say this because I'm watching it right now. I, I got I got a real thing for Dakota Kai. Like, ever since she, she turned heel, like, I think I'm in love. So I'm about to start this hashtag, and I'm going to do it every week until I get some results out of this. Hashtag get at me, Dakota. I'm in them DMs. But, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I actually, actually, like you said about Dakota, I kind of low-key feel that way about uh, Raquel. But she don't, she don't play for the, she don't play for the, for, for the team, though. She don't play for our team. So what? She don't. See, it hurt. Them, broad, them broad shoulders gave it away. I knew it. I knew it. She built, she built too much like us. It's scary, man. <laughs> it's all them shoulders. Man, it what what gave it away to me is that she like kind of like wears similar clothing to Sonya Deville. That's what really gave it away. I was like, ah, they dress alike. It must be, it must be the thing. Yeah, must be the thing. Unfortunate. It is what it is, man. Yeah, it ain't. Hashtag, no, get at me, it, hey, get get at me. Uh, damn. <laughs> I forgot she married, man. Damn. Ooh. you yeah. know. You know, oh, man. Yeah. It's Sasha? Ball it's ball <laughs> oh, man. Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. Uh, go ahead, follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook at ykwrestling.com. Uh, say at ykwrestling.com. At ykwrestling. Um, go go check us out, ykwrestling.com, man. Go buy some merch. Um, got, some, got some lines coming. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get these. I'm trying to get these Black Lives Matter designs up, but you those know, are hard too. They are, but they, they keep taking it down because they they telling me I can't sell Black Lives Matter stuff without donating my proceeds to Black Lives Matter. But that's a whole another conversation that I, I, I'm just not trying to donate the proceeds directly to Black Lives okay. Matter. All right, all right. <laughs> I like donate okay. to another revenue okay. organization. Okay. We're going to talk about that later. <laughs> so, with that being said, yes, like you always say, speak the peace. It's going to be a while before those designs get up. But give us some time. Those designs will be available to purchase. They will be. They will be. And if you haven't seen it, go ahead and check our Instagram out. Uh, you can't miss it. Only one that say BLM on it. So, uh, go, go ahead and uh, follow me on Instagram at tc.fontaine. Uh, my guy Malik, man, what's your socials? Where can they find you at? Malik.lv. Malik.lv with two Ks. That's for my black and white stuff. And Legacy Media. Uh, Why can't you score two, three? <laughs> uh, you can find me at, at Reek Havoc 24 And also on my podcast, at The Havoc Hour. Instagram and YouTube. Check those out. And go listen to that Havoc Hour, man. I haven't, I haven't listened to the to the to the latest episode. I might have to check that out. This one, uh, uh, this, this one was good, man. I'm telling you, I I, I cracked the code of the, the, this whole thing with the money game with the UFC and Connor, man. I cracked it. Yes, sir. I'm I'm definitely about to check that out, man. Um, yeah, it's the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, episode 42. You know, just call me Big Game James. You know. Shout, shout out to uh, you got the Jackie Robinson episode. Uh-huh, yes, the greatest show.
This is the greatest show. <laughs> hey, Rick, hey, Rick snatched the headphones off quick, though. <laughs> Hey man, Young Keys Wrestling, man. We out of here. Go. Go. Go.